Live on the Bear Sports Network, it's Boyertown Bears football. Sponsored by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. And in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Tonight, your Boyertown Bears take a trip down Route 100 to take on the Pottsburg Falcons. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Rick Hunter and Eric Butcher. Good evening, Bears fans. We come to you tonight from Pottsgrove, Pennsylvania, as the 1-2 Boyertown Bears take on the 2-0 Pottsgrove Falcons. We'll be coming right back with a pregame thoughts after this quick message. You're listening to the Bears Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room at Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. And we're back to you here from Pottsgrove as the Bears are set to take on the Pottsgrove Falcons. This is a big rivalry game, Eric. Yes, it is. I remember playing Pottsgrove. So, Boyertown is 1-2 after a tough loss to the state contenders, Exeter and Y missing. Last week, Boyertown put up a heck of a fight against Y missing. Coach Bob Wolfram even said that Boyertown basically outplayed them. They won, uh, why I'm missing one basically on size and talent. And uh, Boyertown stopped them from scoring pretty much all, all together in the second half, except for on a blocked punt, which turned into be a three-yard run by Tommy Grabowski. Uh, so two tough teams in a row, Eric. Coach Miller wanted to see what he could do with his, with his players, test them a little bit before they got into a game like tonight. Yeah, as he told you in the interview, he – he could have taken the easy road and um, put a lot of easy games in the beginning of the season, but he wanted to test this young team and see what you know, see what they were made of early. So he front-loaded the schedule, um, put a, pulled a couple hard games. I mean, really hard games with Exeter State contender. Why I'm missing is always a powerhouse. Um, so he, I think now he's seen what they're capable of. He's he's done a little different things each game. Um, I think now he's kind of he's going to start like. Uh, Trying to think of the word, uh, you know, kind of iron it in there. And, yeah, uh, so he's basically so in the la- so last week they really showed the diversity a lot more and they spread the ball around a lot more. We saw Coley Savage in the first quarter running out of fullback spot. We saw Jason Oaks get to run the ball a little bit. They ran out of the eye a little bit more. They saw we saw more with the option. Um, so Coach Miller definitely trying to change things up from week to week, doing things differently than he did against Exeter, which was a tough, tough loss for the Bears. Leo Egby had 77 yards last week on 20 carries with a touchdown on a 50-yard, 51-yard breakaway and touchdown run. And he also caught a pass for six yards, which basically just tells us that coaches may be trying to go to the pass a little bit more, trying to open things up. Yeah. I know we talked about that in Exeter. Um... We talked about that in the Exeter game about how we really like they uh, we really like to see them open up the pass more. Um, hopefully he sticks with it. So Boyertown is now taking the field. Potsgrove is lined up on the sideline, ready to go. 
about six minutes left till we're getting ready to kick this one away. Just to go a little bit further on last week, things we saw differently. Uh, Marinello, we didn't see him touch the ball as much as we've seen in the first two weeks. So one carry for 18 yards, two catches for 28 yards. And Cole Savage definitely showed his size and power at fullback in the first quarter. Great blocking from Cole, a young sophomore coming on up and through the ranks here as Leo Aikman's going to be uh, graduating soon. So uh, two carries for five yards, but really didn't show what he actually did on the field. And I think last week, didn't they um, – I, I actually missed the game, but didn't they do a little bit better with turnovers? I know they've been kind of plagued with some turnovers. Like with the no fumbles, no interceptions. Basically had a blocked field goal mm -hmm. uh, in the second half, which, which led to the only score that Wyoming missing had in the second half was basically that they gave him the ball on the three-yard line and big back up there, Tommy Grabowski was able to run it. So the Falcons have won the toss here tonight, and they're going to defer. So Bordertown will receive the ball in the first half. And we'll have to see if uh, Coach Miller comes out with some fireworks here, Barrick. See if he can. Yeah, I think I think the the thing with this young team is they need to get the fireworks started right away, and just keep their keep the pedal to the metal the whole game. So I'm interested to see. We'll talk about the lineup later. But tonight we were uh, Coach Miller did tell us that quarterback change tonight, Eric. So yeah, we've been I'm, seeing that. So what do we see two weeks ago, right, Exeter? Yeah, we've seen a kind of a back-and-forth battle with quarterback, you know, switching every other series. So um, at this time, hang on, Eric. We're going to pause right now for the national anthem. Out of respect for those who have paid the ultimate price for our freedoms here in the United States of America, which that flag of ours represents. The Cole Lockheed will be singing our national singing the national anthem here in Boyertown, or Pots, Pots Grove. We're in Pots Grove tonight, right, Eric? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, been moving around a little bit the last couple weeks while I'm missing last week, Boyertown, the week before. We'll go back to Boyertown next week as they'll face ONJ, but we got to get past Pots Grove first here tonight, and this is a tough Pots Grove team. 
So we're going to take a quick break here and get ready for the kickoff. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Legacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, Galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. So we're back here on the opening kickoff, and Jason Oaks is going to take that one back from about the 10-yard line, and he's going to be brought down at about the 35-yard line. Yeah, he followed his blocks good one on that, Rick. He, he found that seam and head right up the middle. Honestly, it almost looked like if he had one or two more, one more block really there, he was going to hit the open field and be able to take off and show yeah. some of that speed. Yeah, he actually outran some of his blockers. He ended up being in front of the blockers, which kind of hurt him on that one. So I think if he would have taken a little bit of... You know, a little bit of lax, he could have uh, had a couple blocks. Well, experience a sophomore yeah, trying to read his blocks. So, Ryder Garris under center tonight, taking over for Panarello. Egby in the backfield. It's a quick pitch out to Lou Egby. Up the side, he's going to go to 40 to about the 44 yard line. So, he's going to take about, uh, about a seven yard carry on that one. Yeah, that was a quick pitch. Colt sent it on the wideout, had a really nice kick out block. I think. You know, Egby needed that one more block to free him. So Egby trying to read his blocks there. Opened up what last week against Y, missing on a 51-yard run. Able to come off the edge, off tackle, read his blocks, and take off. Nice yeah, that's shot. one thing about Egby. He likes the second level to kick it outside. So Garrison the gun. Two receivers split left and right. Shane to the short side. Motion Marinello right to left. Fumbled snap. He's going to have to jump on that one, and that's not going anywhere. Almost looked like the snap was there, maybe lack of confidence, uh, focus. Yeah, I, I think it's the young, you know, young, you know, got a little butterflies. Maybe. He's got it out of his system now. He recovered the ball. So, a lot going on in that Potsgrove defense right now. He's got two receivers split left and right in the slots. He's got Marinello in motion, Eggby coming up. So, Looks like he was uh, trying to get something big going there from the passing game. Yeah. Hopefully the coach goes back to it. Interesting to see this. This is a completely different set that we've seen in the last few weeks. Yeah. Again, looks like you're going right back to it. Marinello in motion. Garris is going to go deep down the sideline. Oh, he's Jason open. Oaks. He's got Jason Oaks down at the 35. He's going to be brought down at about the 12-yard line. So a bomb to Jason Oaks to start this one up with 10.20 to play in the first, and Boyertown has just stamped their foot on the door and let everyone know, hey, we're in town tonight, Eric. I'll tell you what, they ran that swing pass against Exeter and they could not get that swing pass. Well, now they changed it up. They didn't swing it to the swing out guy, they threw it deep. So they looked like they were gonna swing it to Marinello. They, they did. Against it. I'll tell you what, the O-line stepped up, man. Every O-line, he had all the time in the world. Directions. So Garris is gonna quick pitch this one out to Marinello. Up to the 10, he's going to take a leap over a man and be brought down at about the nine-yard line. So a second, second and probably about eight on this one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. second and about eight. It looked like he strung that one out a little bit, maybe a yard or two too far. He kind of outran his blocks. Maybe if he would have cut it back in where the blockers were. So Coach Miller with his foot on the gas here tonight early in this one, moving the ball quick. 
Pottsgrove's got that big Amir Brunson playing outside linebacker right now tonight. AB's in the up back position. He's going to, Harris is going to take this one. Maybe option out. Nope, he's going to take this one in. Is he going to score? Ryder Garris in for the touchdown. Forget about it. That's six up on the board right off the bat, Eric. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Rick. They had Romanella as up back. Egby was lined up as fullback. They totally fooled Potsgrove on that one. So Ryder Garris, not a lot of playing time last week, came in for one series really to give Panarello a break, honestly. Yeah in the third quarter after Panarello blocked a punt. And now he Ryder comes in tonight and marches down the field in three plays and then runs one into the end zone. I mean, what a statement this sophomore's making tonight. Exactly. So Marinello to hold Zach Foskey to kick this one through the uprights. Foskey kicks this one directly through the uprights. And ball, we got a seven nothing ball game here in Pottsgrove as Boyertown goes up on the board first. We'll be right back after this quick message. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here in Postgrove as the Bears have just taken a 7-0 lead against the Postgrove Falcons. Zach Foskey is... Getting ready to tee this one up. And Amir Brunson is back deep for Pottsgrove. He had a heck of a week last week against Schuylkill Valley. As they took it, they uh, shut out Schuylkill Valley last week. I'll tell you what, Rick, looking across, you know, looking at both sidelines, these two teams looked very evenly matched in size. In size and age. So Foskey kicks this one away. It's a low kick. He's gonna bobble it around the 10. He's gonna come up to him. He's gotta break free and whoa! So Jason Oaks is the only one that's gonna be able to save this one. Loses his helmet in the process and brings him all the way down to the Bordertown 28. I didn't catch the number out. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see the number either. So Pottsgrove fighting right back. Bordertown marches down, puts seven on the board, kicks it off, and now Pottsgrove just runs one back 40 yards. 64-yard return. Jason, Jason Oaks saved that one. Jason Oaks did that last week against Wyatt Missing as well. Saved a long bomb from becoming an even bigger scorer spread against Wyatt Missing. Cisco under center. Brunson up the middle. Going to take about... Now he's going to get about 10 on that one. That might be enough to move the chains. It looked like number 74 from Boyertown might have been a little over-anxious. On that one, and gave Bronson kind of like a you know a hole without the O line having to block. So we should look for basically a lot of Bronson tonight. I mean, a power powerful yeah. force, basically uh, the Leo Egby that we have over at Boyertown doing the same type of thing here. So now Cisco's going to drop back in the gun. Bronson's the back. Quick run up off right tackle. He's going to meet Jason Oaks on the right side. 
and maybe get about two or three on that one. That was that was fantastic pursuit by Boyertown. I can't even tell you who made the tackle. It was all white jerseys. <laughs> so right side, I see Jason Oaks over there who played in a tremendous game uh, at, at right corner. Both corners, Kate Sennett on the left, Jason Oaks on the right. Two sophomores that are just playing amazing football this year. Jason Oaks obviously took off on a deep ball there uh, on a quick, quick, quick pass and run. Saved the touchdown on this on the opening on the kickoff, and then made a tackle there. You can't say enough about this young man. Now I'll tell you what, Boyertown with their corners being so young, they, they Boyertown has a very high future. Pottsgrove's going to have a first down on this one. So Cisco under center, Brunson in the backfield. Hand up up the left, Brunson's going to walk this one right into the end zone, so that'll be a touchdown for Pottsgrove. It looked like Kate Sennett, Kate Sennett got a little uh, off balance there, and the, the wide receiver just pushed him over and freed him, freed off, up Brunson. Off center, and I think maybe bit a little bit too much. And there was a big hole there on the left yes. side, off tackle. Uh, the split end just took him out of the play. Nothing yeah. there. Yeah, the, defense, the defensive end overcommitted a little bit. So Cisco will hold this one as Potsford's going to kick this away for the extra point. We got a fight here tonight in Pottsgrove. So the kick is up, it's away, it's through, and it's good. So we got a 7-7 tie game here in Pottsgrove tonight. We'll be back to this one in just a minute. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. Back here in Pottsville, we got a 7-7 tie ball game. Knotted up here with 7.58 to play in the first quarter. This one's been aggressive right off the bat, Eric. Yeah, I hope the scoreboard has enough uh, spots on it for the <laughs> score at the end of this the way this is going. So Landon Shivak is going to kick this one off for Pottsgrove. Jason Oaks deep. Nice kick right down the middle of the field. He's going to bobble around a little bit. Oaks picks it up, running to the left sideline. Might get about 15 on that return. Come up to about the 20-yard line to start this one off. Looks like Jamie Bean made the tackle for uh, Pottsgrove. Jamie Num Bean. Number 66. So, Ryder Garris just comes off, running off the edge, scoring a touchdown, opening up a great drive, throwing the ball down deep to Jason Oaks. Let's see what they do here. This is a much more aggressive Boyertown team than we've seen in the first three weeks. Yes. Eggby, the up back, Marinello. Behind him, running out of the eye, two receivers left. Garris out on the center, Marinello taking up off tackle. He's going to make about five yards on that run. Yeah, that was a good powerhouse run. I think they were just trying to, uh, I think now it looks like with that first play, they might be trying to pound them, uh, maybe trying to tire them out rather than, uh, you know, run and gun. Probably dope on that tackle there for Pottsgrove. And they got a strong uh, linebacker set here. 
Fred Potsgrove. So Brandon Shane's going to split way right. Garris is in the gun. Totally different set than we're used to seeing here. Quick, quick snap, quick option left. Marinello up the sideline. Looks like he's going to get a first down and maybe about four more. So it'll be a first and ten for the Bears with 7:08 to play in the first quarter. Luke Ordway with a very nice block on that. He he had was down the field like 10 yards ahead of him. Not seeing a lot from Luke Ordway or Brandon Shane in terms of receiving but definitely threats out there blocking for oh, these yes. guys to be able to run down the field. I mean, Leo Egby, be able to give credits where the credit's due, your linemen, your splitbacks that are able to put those blocks out there for you. Jason Oaks in the slot right, Egby, three-point stance behind Ryder Garris. Garris is gonna hand it off to Marinello, and Marinello's gonna take off to the left side. Looks like he might have gotten a first down on that one. It might have been a quick 10. Let's see where they spot this one, Eric. Yeah, that was really great. He got through the second level, looked like an off tackle, got to the second level, bounced it outside, but just one, that one player he needed to beat and couldn't beat it. The blocking, leaps and bounds, so yes. much different this week. You know, that, as, you know, as an offensive lineman, I think that's one stat that they don't show is blocking. They don't, and when you see the players of the game, you don't often see an offensive lineman get that honor. But at the end of the day, without him, you're not getting anything accomplished. So Ryder Garris under center. Marinell in the back. Garris is going to keep this one, run down the sideline. Definitely a first down on this one. Ryder Garris, he's got some fire underneath him tonight. And we've only seen Panarello on defense, and that was only for a few plays as Bosco scored rather quick. Yeah, I don't, Coach T.J. Miller must have something up his sleeve by doing it this way. Trying things out, he did tell me when I talked to him last week that he had a lot of things left in the tank, a lot of things that we were yet to see, and he emphasized the fact that there was a lot of football left in this season yet. Looks like there might have been some sort of penalty on the play. So I don't see the call on this one. Wartown's gonna line up. Looks like a face mask, 15 yards. Garris under center, quick snap, Marinello with the right tackle. Following the blockers up through the line, he's gonna get about four on that play. Bring up a second down for Boyertown. Justin, or uh, Joshua Krause actually got pushed by the running back. I don't know if you took that. He's, yeah, yeah, well, I saw Marinello yeah. come through the line, yeah. put his hand on his, his back and said, like, go, go, go. They teach you that in Optimist. I yeah, mean, I've uh, I've been in that spot. I've been pushed from Garrison, behind very many times. Garrison the gun. Looking like he's going to run the option here, but keep it. Coming up to the end of it. One takes Ooh, a big that hit. Was, that's, that's a late hit. That's a late hit on the sideline. Blatant late hit over there on the far sideline by Potsgrove. Boyertown moving left to right here. Garrison decided to keep that one instead of pitch it, and he paid the price for that one. So that's going to cost Potsgrove. Yeah, that and looked like Max, be an automatic Max Nies, Neeson, number 33 from Pottsgrove. Should be an automatic first down for Boyertown. Aggressive tonight, Pottsgrove. Aggressive. Just not not yes. when they should be. And I think that, that goes with a little age, Rick. I mean, a uh, young kid sees the quarterback with the ball, wants to make the hit, doesn't see the sidelines. It's an honest mistake for a young kid, as long as he learns from it. Garris, quick handoff to Marinello. Marinello off the left side. Nice He's going to run back. into the end zone and touchdown, Roman Marinello. I will say this Boyertown offensive 
receivers and running backs and linemen, they are blocking tonight. Rick. All cylinders flying here tonight, Eric. I mean, they are running on every cylinder they got block-wise, running-wise. Just got their heads in the game. You can see Ryder Garris has just got his foot on the pedal. He's definitely got a fire underneath him. So Marinello runs one in for a touchdown. Now he's going to hold the kick for Zach Foskey for the extra point. Watertown 13, Falcons 7. Let's see about the snap here. Kick is away. It's directly through the uprights. And we got a 14-7 ball game here as the Bears take the lead with 5.37 to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break and come right back to the action. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Inhome Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, Inhome Oxygen offers low- and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back here in Pottsgrove, the Boardtown Bears have just taken a 14-7 lead here against the Falcons with 5.37 to play in the first, but don't get your hopes up just yet. Pottsgrove has their foot in the pedal on this one as well. And this is an aggressive game between two rival teams that are only six miles apart. Brunson back to the right. Bryce Caffrey back deep to the left as Zach Foskey's ready to kick this one away. So tee it up, kick it high, and let it fly here, Foskey, as we get ready to start another series here. Low kick. He's going to pick it up around the 20-yard line. A couple missed tackles. Got to wrap him up. Got to wrap him up. Not wrapping him up. He's going to bring it up to about the 45-yard line. So Vinny Scarnato on the carry there for Potsgrove. Bringing it up to about the 45-yard line, so. We saw a little bit of this in Exeter, Rick. We're in town wrapping and tackling. That, that was one of the problems in Exeter. They make that first initial contact. They're not wrapping the guy up, and they're giving up, you know, extra yards after the first initial hit. So got to wrap them up. I mean, we, we've talked about that as coaches from the time these kids were little, that if you're not wrapping and your head's down, you're in big trouble. Not going to work out for you. Cisco under center, Brunson in the backfield, split receivers, two receivers right. Cisco run the option, he's gonna option over Brunson, and a big hit. Looks like Nick Panarello might bring him down here, maybe about a six, five yard gain on the play. Bordertown definitely getting to the ball, not making yeah, the tackle. Yeah, Gavin Chamberlain, that's a, that's a new name. I didn't hear, I don't remember hearing that in, uh, in Exeter. He, he laid a nice hit and held him up and let the rest of the border town come and make the play. So we'll get into this maybe a little bit more, but an injured Griff Hummel from last week um, out right now, not able to be here tonight. We'll probably talk a little bit more about that, but a hard-playing hard play, hard uh, guy from the uh, special teams department. So Brunson is going to take this one. Nope, quick fake handoff. Cisco's going to pass deep down the field. Kate sent it on the coverage, but definitely a pass interference call as he actually had an arm wrapped around him. So a pass interference call on Kate sent it. I don't know, Rick. That looked like a good play. It was a pass interference, but young kid. Did he stumble? 
Maybe stumbled. Yeah, maybe stumbled, but young kid, overzealous, wanted to stop the play. It looked like he was almost tackling him as he was coming down, but I think the two of them were going for the ball at the same time, and it just. Uh, yeah. His hand was around his back. If he wouldn't have had right. that one hand hugging him. That's what they teach us. They teach us the hand around the back. So the foul will be at the spot of spot the ball. Looks like they're gonna give Potsro the ball. I guess it's not a spot foul. It's not. He's gonna walk it off there. Looks like this would be a 15. With 4:38 to play here in the first quarter, this has been one heck of an aggressive game. So a 15-yard penalty on the pass interference on Kate Senate tonight. We'll come up to the Boyertown 37-yard line. Start this one off. Pottsgrove now in a split set. Two receivers left, one right. Brunson in the backfield. Brunson in motion. High snap to Cisco. He's going to have to keep that one. Cover around the end. Boyertown will take him out at the sideline. They might have gotten two yards on that one. So uh, not a great snap. No, not a great snap at all. I mean, it looked like he was going to do some sort of option of Brunson around the you know, around the right side, but that high snap, he kept it himself and used Brunson as the lead blocker. Looks like they want to use Brunson a little bit more here. He is coming into this game with 304 yards on the season on 20 carries, averaging 15.2 yards per carry for Pottsburg. So somebody they like to go to pretty often, <coughs> but they obviously use him to block as well. Yes. Cisco is in the gun again. Two receivers right, one to the far side. Looks like we're going to have a timeout here. So we'll have a quick timeout here as they get their thoughts together. And we'll take a timeout too. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Yeah, want to know where I don't go. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back here in Pottsgrove. Boyertown up seven, uh, 14 to seven with 3.51 to play in the first quarter. Not a lot of discipline right now for Pottsgrove. Seeing some late hits, seeing some bad snaps, some miscues, still have enough talent to punch it in on the first series out there. Yeah, they've had field possession, or, yeah, they've had field possession really good. Both times they've had the ball because of some missed tackles on Boyertown on the uh, kickoff team. Cisco under center, two receivers left, Brunson in the backfield. Boyertown playing one free safety. Quick pitch to Brunson, but he's gonna go nowhere. One, two, three, four, five. He's got the entire defensive line on him for about a three yard loss on that one. So Boyertown reading that one, Eric. Yes, they did. Number 19, Nicholas Panarello made the initial hit. So Panarello brothers playing on defense. Great combination back there. Nick Panarello and Anthony Panarello. Anthony playing in the middle linebacker. Kate Sennett on the outside. Let one go in the first series. I think got drawn in on a good block. 
Jason Oaks on the right side, able to shut things down over there. He's going to face two receivers to his side as Cisco goes under center. Bronson in the backfield. Free safety back, Marinello. Brunson going to run the option, quick option over to Brunson, but he's going to have one, two, three, four, five Boyertown defenders, and he might get up to about maybe three yards on that one, Eric. I'm, I'm seeing something, Rick, that we didn't see in Exeter. The Boyertown has a very good pursuit tonight. It looks like TJ Miller, Coach, Coach Miller saw that, and they're, they're swarming to the ball. You, you see three, four, five Boyertown players at the ball carrier at all times. So with 2.34 to play in the first quarter, Potsgrove is going to have a fourth and about six on this one. Fourth and eight. They're going to line up in a spread. Two receivers left. Cisco under center. He's going to drop back. Looks like looking, looking for the pass here. Hot pursuit. He's throwing deep down the field, and it is incomplete at the goal line. Pass intended for Vinny Scarnato in the end zone. He had a step on Cade Sennett, but just not enough to haul that one in. So Boyertown will take over on downs here with 2.09 to play in the first quarter. You look like Sennett slipped a little bit coming out of his back step. Um, other than that, Boyertown was all around him. So shutting down the run pretty well, able to read that. You gotta watch the deep balls. You gotta maybe take that free set, that free safety and float him over the top a little bit more. I know Marinello's back there playing safety tonight too. That was, that right there, that was a very big stop for Boyertown. So Brent, down. Yeah, big time, big time stop right there. A statement was made. So Garris back in at quarterback out of the gun, two receivers right, Eggie in the backfield. Quick option over to Roman Marinello. Marinello's being chased by Brunson. Going to bring it up to about the 48-yard line. That might be enough to move the sticks, and it is. Again, Rick, I'm going to say it again. Wide receiver Brandon Shane with another fantastic block. I really wish for receivers that would be a stat. Brandon Shane inter interviewed this week by Mike Drago, MikeDragoSports.com, and it was a great interview. They asked, and Mike asked him a lot of great questions. But one of the things that he talked about was, what Boyertown player did you look up to? You know, coming up through the system, and he mentioned that you know, watching Jerry Cap play, graduate of 2018, he was now at Kutztown playing for the Golden Bears, and had a great. He was an offensive player of the game last week as they lost a tough one to IUP. But Brandon Shane, the spotlight player this week with Mike Drago. It looks like they may have said Brandon Shane blocked in the back a little bit. I do not agree with that call. The rest made a bad right. call on that one. I'm sorry. Thank that was that honesty. was a good block. Quick handoff. Nope, he's going to keep it. Garris up the sideline. He's going to keep this one and come up to about the same spot that he started out from before, before the penalty to about the 48. And I think that one is going to be enough to move the sticks on this. Yes. So with 1.35 to play, Boyertown up 14-7 to if you're just joining us here in Pottsgrove. And that'll be enough for a first down. And that'll keep the clock moving. First think, and 10. I think, Rick, I think this quarterback change may have worked out. Rather than having your quarterback play two ways, let's put in your younger quarterback, you know, and let your other quarterback play some D. It looks like it's working out on you both sides see, of the ball. You could see Garris when he did come in last week a little bit, the week before, a little bit of aggression. I think Coach Miller just had to settle him down a little bit here. So he's under center. That's going to be a quick handoff for Roman Marinello, who we're seeing a lot of tonight. He's going to get up about three yards before he is stood up. pushing a pile. <laughs> So Roman Marinello didn't really have a whole lot of carries last week at all. 
and now you're seeing him almost on every other carry tonight. I, I can't even keep up with the yardage at this point, Eric. I'm trying to keep no, the game moving. No, he's, I mean, every other handoff. Every single other handoff. But Egby playing the right role here. Not he's getting the ball as much, but man, decoy, is he blocking. Right? So decoy and he's blocking. Garris under center, Brandon Shane out far right. Corbett Bears moving left to right. Jason Oaks in motion. Garris on the option, he's gonna keep it, but maybe for about a one yard loss. So they're not gonna go anywhere on that one as the time is about to expire in the first quarter. And I think they're gonna probably just let this one run out, get their thoughts together. Yeah, it looks here. like the offensive tackle may have tripped up and you know hit the quarterback. So at the end of the first quarter here, Boyertown leads 14 to seven in an aggressive barn burner here in Pottsgrove, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. We'll change sides and we'll take a break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. What do US Kids presents? What to expect when you're expecting? A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad. You're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Back here in Pottsgrove. The Bears are up 14-7. Eric, we're seeing a heck of a game here tonight so far. We are. I gotta make. I gotta make one comment, Rick. I've never seen a T-shirt cannon at a high school sporting event. And, this is great. And we almost got. We almost caught that one. I yeah. think, Eric. That was a heck of a shot. Almost here into the lower press box yeah. at Pottsgrove. Bears back in at Garris under center. He's gonna hand off left side up to Marinello to the sideline, but he's not gonna go anywhere. The blocks are breaking down. Marinello on the short side. I. I, I question sometimes why we run so much to the short side when the blocking just doesn't seem to be there. You have yeah, all I know. The Block, blocking fell apart. He he made he got back to the line of scrimmage on his own fruition. I mean, he he hurdled that kid. Other than that, there was no uh, Potsgrove was all over. So much open field there to the right side. You got somebody like Agby who can run a four or five forty. So that's going to bring up a fourth and four for the Bears, and it looks like they're going to punt this one away from the Pottsgrove 48. A wise decision in a conservative type. I mean, you can't, Pottsgrove's not something you want to flirt with. Yeah, I mean, as long as the punt team covers. Oh, fake, Rick. Number fake 40. punt. Takes off, oh my gosh. Yeah. Gavin Chamberlain again, Rick. So Gavin Chamberlain, quick direct snap on a Wildcat, takes off on a fake punt and gets the first down to keep this one rolling for the Boardtown Bears. Did not see that one coming. No, I did not either. So with 11 minutes to play, the half, Boyertown pulling out all the stops, foot on the gas, Garris is heading down the field. A lot of aggression, a lot of options. Marinello all over this field today. Coach Miller said he had other weapons in the chamber. He's pulling them out tonight. He is, so Brandon Shane split far right, and Jason Oaks in the slot, Garris un under center. Egby, you're not seeing a whole lot of Egby running the ball tonight. Hands off there. Garris is going to fake the handoff and keep it. He's going to remove, run up and move the chains again on about a 12-yard gain. 
Ryder Garris taking it to them tonight. Very aggressive. Yes. It seems like he wants to keep the ball more in the option than actually. Yeah, I think what they're doing, Rick, is it looks like to me is they're running the option with Eggby and Potsgrove so keyed on Eggby that he's able to pull the ball out and get a minimum of six to seven yards every carry. I mean, they're just going to move down the field. You gotta I think Boyertown's making a statement to the Pac-10 tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. But you got to wonder if they're holding that, holding that back for something in the second half of yep. I mean, a great back like that with speed. So first and ten, Marinello takes it up off the right side. And Marinello gains about seven on that carry there. So that'll bring up a second down for the Bears with 9.53 to play in the half. Shane Caffrey read that play for Potsgrove. He was in there as soon as the snap tripped up. He made a great defensive play on that one. A lot of players for Potsdam are playing both ways, the same as players down here. A lot of your studs that you're seeing are playing both sides of the ball. Like we saw, we talked about with Garris coming in at quarterback tonight. Panarello getting a break, just playing middle linebacker. Brendan Shane split far left. Jason Oaks in the slot. Garris out of the gun. <coughs> Not going to take the option. Going to keep it and only get about three yards on that play. Maybe. Think about pitching that one out there. Yeah, that that one that one I think he should have pitched. I think with the young quarterback, I think he's trying to put the team on his shoulders where he needs to use his weapons. That time he should have uh, pitched it out to Eggby because Eggby had Eggby has legs. Once Eggby hits that sideline, he's gone. Yeah, and and there I'm, was there was good blocking out there. And we've seen him be able to push a pile even yes. after you know carrying that ball through. And so maybe thinking about maturity wise making better decisions, but doing a really nice job here thus far. He's going to pitch this one on the option to Marinello to the outside. That's going to be enough for a first down for Roman Marinello and come up to about the 10-yard line as Boyertown keeps marching this one down the field with 8.40 to play. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Rick, a little bit different of a game plan. Um, they're really hitting the corners, swinging it out a lot. Um, against Exeter, they did try to run it up the middle and got stopped a lot, but this time they're I haven't really seen him run in between the tackles a lot. So week two, week three, week four, seen a lot of personnel changes here. Cody Savage hasn't stepped foot on the field except for special teams tonight. Ryan Garris coming out of the gun. He's going to keep it, maybe get about two on that one. So Riley Delp on the tackle there for Potsgrove. They sure do like the option. Running a lot of, well, I mean, you got to think about it. Boardtown is a beer option team. Both these teams are beer option teams. They run similar offenses. They have similar size. They have similar age. So, like we said in the beginning, this one's just going to come down to whoever doesn't make more mistakes and whoever just basically is more aggressive. I, I, I think you're absolutely right, Rick. These teams are so kind of evenly matched. They have complementary. The backs are very similar. Quarterbacks are very similar. Similar in age, size, and skills. To Garris under center. Dropping back, he wants to throw this one. He's getting taken down, but he's going to be almost picked off. God, give the sophomore credit. Two guys on him, still heaving one up to an open receiver, but just a floater after being hit. I don't know. There might have been an audible there, Rick, because that offensive line, they've been playing very well all season, and they just didn't block, and that's unusual for the offensive line for the Bears. I wonder if it might have been an audible that the quarterback saw. And the offensive line didn't hear it, but they came right through. Bosco was right in there. So a third and goal for the Bears here with 7.33 to play. Garris in the gun, spread set. Jason Oaks split left. Luke Hardway far left. Quick snap. Garris around the end. 
maybe just trying to do a little bit too much. He yeah. might gain about three on that play. That's going to bring it fourth down. Yeah, he's he's trying to he's trying to do a little bit too much, Rick. I think if he might have pitched that to uh, Egby on that one again, like the last one, um, Egby I think could have maybe gotten the first down on that one. Not sure. Not it, sure. It's close, yeah. but at least try to pitch it. You know? Yeah, Not, uh, it, it go to it a little bit more. You, yeah. you're, what you're seeing right now is a, is a young man who's really doing a nice job, very aggressive, making some really smart decisions, but trying to maybe get. A little too much. Yeah, maybe just a little bit too He's much. He's trying to Tom Brady it. Under center. Bobbled handoff on uh, a fourth and goal. And Pottsgrove is going to stop him on a turnover on down to the 10-yard line. So Boyertown cannot convert on fourth down on that one no. to try to get this one going. Did not bring the field goal team in either. Who knows Zach Foskey can kick it from that distance. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this early in the game, coach is trying to see. Got a little bit of a lead. I really, I mean, he should have probably field goal kicked out. With a kicker with a leg like that, you gotta, you got to give him a shot. Well, keep your foot on the pedal here, and maybe it's a little bit of Doug Peterson taking the shot early. Yeah. And seeing what I you mean, got. the other thing, too, is maybe he, he's like, hey, if we get it, we get it. If not, we give Potsgrove a short field. We make him go 100 yards to score. Potsgrove will take over on Dallas with 721 to play in the half. Cisco in the gun, running that veer option. Quick handoff to Brunson up the left side, off tackle. Boyertown's going to miss one, two, three tackles. Brunson's going to get a first down and about 12 on that carry total. Couple missed tackles from Boyertown on that one. They had Brunson stop like maybe two yards, two, just with a two-yard gain, and he broke through and, and gained 10. So Roman Marinello on the tackle there with a little help from Cade Sennett in the far side corner. Switch sides now, so Pottsgrove moving from left to right. Boyertown in the all-white away jerseys tonight, white helmets. Pottsgrove in there maroon with white pants. Again, with Boyertown, we have a lot of a lot of these D players are playing offense too, Rick. Cisco under center. Quick handoff, not going to go anywhere, maybe a yard on that one. And looks like Jason Oaks out here playing a little patty cake Yeah. with these guys. I got I to gotta say, Rick, I mean, it's got to be hard for these young kids. I remember way, way, way back in the day playing both ways. You got to train for that. I mean, these kids trained all summer for this, but as a young kid trying to learn a defensive scheme and an offensive scheme, plus being back at school doing all that, it's not easy. I mean, these kids are doing a fantastic job. Cisco going to work out of the gun on this one. Got an audible, guys moving around. Roman Marinello coming up, looking like he wants to blitz on this one. Going to shed that block. Brunson's going to break to the outside at the 30, at the 40. Going to check himself up and be brought down at about the 43-yard line. Jason Oaks holding on to a leg, waiting for everybody else, Rick. So not really. I, Eric, I don't really understand. Brunson comes around the end, and instead of taking off down the sideline, he stutter steps, thinking he's going to try and cut around and give Gortown every opportunity to yeah. catch him. And again, I'm going to say Brandon, Brandon Shane and Jason Oaks, both on the tackle. Jason Oaks held his leg. Brandon Shane came over and cleaned it up. So Jason Oaks, our gridiron services player of the game last week, playing both ways, saving touchdown here again tonight, playing aggressive on defense, playing offense. This is a really strong, aggressive young sophomore for Boyertown. Cisco under center. Quick handoff to Brunson up the left side. He's going to go nowhere. D-line was there on that one, Rick. D-line read that one. It looks like Pottsgrove's kind of doing the opposite of Boyertown a little bit. Boyertown's kind of attacking the short side. It's like Pottsgrove's trying to attack the, a little bit of the long side. <laughs> Which, like you said, long side, more field, you know, more chances to make some plays. When you have that short side, that sideline comes on real quick. 
So Panar Anthony Panarello, last week's quarterback, out in the middle linebacker and on that tackle there. Cisco under center, Brunson in the, the backfield. Two receivers. Cisco back to pass, quick pass. <coughs> quick pass up to about the 50-yard line. And we'll say, Rick, the two the two inside tackles for Boyertown. <laughs> Number 63 and number 74, they're doing a fantastic job. They're really keeping the uh, Potsgrove offensive line off the, sec off, the, off the linebackers so that the linebackers can sweep and fill. Max Neeson on the reception there for Boyertown, so that'll, for Potsgrove rather. So that'll bring up a third and six for Potsgrove on their own 48 with 425 to play in this one. Cisco. Under the gun, runs him to the outside. He's going to hit the corner, but he's going to be taken out hard by Cade Sennett, who's going to make a statement on the outside. You got past me in the first series. You're not doing it again. Yeah, that was that was great, Kenneth. Uh, yeah, Cade stayed home, made a beautiful tackle on that one. Just took down a big, big running back there, uh, Amir Brunson Sr. They're studs. That's going to bring up a fourth down for Potsgrove, and they're going to bring the punt team on. And I mean, don't look away here because this game is. Going Board both directions, Boyertown fakes it. Pottsburg might fake it. You got to be careful here and see what happens. Roman Marinello is going to be back deep to receive this one. As Pottsburg gets ready to punt this one away. This is not going to be a fake. This is going to be a high end over end kick down to Roman Marinello. Bobble down. He's going to bobble it but get it down and in about the five yard line for Boyertown. And that's where they'll start this drive. So with 3.27 to play in the, in the half, Boyertown up 14 to seven. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Here in Pottsgrove, 3.20 left to play in the half, 14 to seven. Bears over the Falcons. Garris on a two yard keeper to the left side. So he's gonna get about three yards on that, which is gonna bring up a second and seven for the Bears here. Yeah, it looks like uh, Coach DJ Miller was switching some people in. There was a couple different wide receivers in there. Um, I think he's just giving some of the two way players a little bit of a break. Looks like they got their horses back in there now. Well, the nice thing is that you do have the weapons that you can give guys to keep guys fresh here, which we saw why I missed him last week. So we got an offsides call here to Defensive see. If jump. Looked like it was to me, but we'll see where they. So that's going to be offsides on Pottsgrove. Or Boyertown, rather, sorry. False start against Boyertown. So take them back five. I'm not sure. Defense pulled them offsides. We're not down there, but it didn't look it. We'll say, Rick, Boyertown traveled very well today. A lot of uh, these close games, a lot of us, big student section over there. Big student section over there, right and very bright and colored tonight, so you can't miss them. And I'm colorblind, Eric, and even yes, I can see them. I'll tell there. you what, Rick, it looks like we're at work. They're all wearing high-vis <laughs> colors. It's like we're back on the backhoe. And there you go. So 
Roger Garris under center, Egby in the backfield, and we got another flag. I hope this doesn't turn into Exeter, Rick. Well, we said I said earlier, and you, I mean, we talked about it. whoever wins this game is going to be on discipline. Who makes the less mistakes, the least amount of mistakes? So let's see what the call is here. Got a false start again on Boyertown, so that's going to take them back. That'll be half the distance to the goal. So that's going to have Ryder Garris, sophomore quarterback, standing in the end zone to try and snap this one. I think so they're, gonna, they're probably going to just pound Eggby at this point, Rick. Second and 14, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, the speed game's been working. So second and 14 with 2.08 to play in the half. Boyertown up 14 to 7. Don't want to do anything silly here in this end of the field. Koyu Savage looks like he's in, Rick, going to lead Eggby. That's going to be a handoff to Koyu Savage right up the middle, and he's going to take three guys with him. Give him a little bit of breathing room to get out of the end zone for a third down. It might bring up about a third and five. Kyle, Kyle Prey, the one offensive lineman, he was actually blocking. He blocked his guy all the way back to the free safety spot, Rick. You got to call you savage. You just got to watch this kid. Last week against Wyatt Missing, he takes two carries and for five yards. But the five yards that he gets, it just takes people with him. You know, he's carrying guys on his back as he goes through. And you got to bring him down with, with, by his ankles, by his shoulders. I mean, you just got to really drag this kid down. He's so. a stocky kid, Rick. He's, he's going to be a powerhouse. Again, another young kid for Boyertown is coming up. There's a huge future for Boyertown in this. And I think with this game, they want to set, they want to let the Pac-10 know, hey, we're Boyertown. We're here to stay. We're not a pushover. So, looks like Potsgrove's going to take a timeout here. Timeout here, and with 1.49 to play in the half, Bears up 14-7. to we got a barn burner in here in Potsgrove. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Bears Sports Network. Inhome Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, Inhome Oxygen offers low- and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back here in Postgrove as the Falcons are down seven. Here with 149 to play in the half. Boyertown 14, Falcons 7, Garris under center. Garris under center, two receivers right. Egby's gonna get a, get a carry here. Come up the right side. Take it for two yards on that one, so not enough for a first down. Can't move the chains, gonna bring up a fourth down. Yeah, Egby tried to get it, he tried to do what he could, but there was just too many Potsgrove players. I mean, it's, I think the Potsgroves now, it looks like they're kind of shifting to that that side of the field, and they're, they're, they're keying on the outside now. I think Puritan needs to switch it up a little bit. Potsgrove's taking a timeout. We're going to stay right here and see this one through with, with, with a 140 left to play in the half. This is uh, – I'm on the edge of my seat, Eric. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on the edge of the press box. I might fall out. So, yeah, so Marinello barely touches the ball last week, running all over the field this week. Garris running all over the field this week. Marinello 
you know, comes into this game with 99 yards total on 15 carries and one touchdown. I think he's got 60 yards already on this game at tonight. Least, at, at least. So Jason Oaks, another one, comes in with 107 yards and two receptions, one touchdown on the season, takes off on 65-yard touchdown or a catch and run, not quite for a touchdown, but able to punch it in with Ryder Garrison on the left side right after that for the end that series. Oh, you savage as the up back, Rick. You think you might fake something here? Because it's only three yards. I don't think you do it. Powerhouse. I don't think you do it at this point with 140 left in the half. That's a high punt, but not much short. Very short punt. But Boyertown will cover and give Pottsgrove the ball on their own, on Boyertown's 40-yard line to start this off. So still a rough spot with 131 to play in the half. Boyertown up 14 to 7. Pottsgrove will get the ball in the second half, so obviously Coach Coach Hawthorne wants to try and do something here before going into halftime. Yeah, that ball was picked up on the on covered by Boyertown by Cole uh, Cole Marinello, another brother. <laughs> yeah, well, Cole Marinello is a center, offensive center for Boyertown. Be able to play both ways a little bit, play some defense and special teams here. So, like we said, got to mention the lineman who can't you can't do it without your lineman. Seem to have some confusion between Coach Hawthorne. Oh, we have a sideline warning from the referees to, to Pottsgrove. They got to move it back. They're going to tell Boyertown the same thing. Everybody move it back on the sideline. So not a lot of sideline space here at Pottsgrove. The refs got to be able to run. And with these guys running up and down the sidelines, running the ball, somebody could get hurt. Yeah. We've seen it before. Little ball boys, little kids helping the coaches out, getting ran over and getting hurt really bad. Even a coach. I've seen coaches break knees and legs. Cisco out of the gun, a high snap. Deep pass down the sideline. Nobody defending him. Caught and in for the touchdown. 39-yard touchdown. So Tyler Coffey in for the touchdown for Pottsgrove. And going to bring it within one. We just said we don't want to see this happen right before the half. Pottsgrove gets the ball back. 130 to play in this half. 123 left to play in the half here. Pottsgrove, one play and just 39 yards. It looked like Colt Senate. Colt Senate was watching too much of the. So the extra point is good. So Pottsgrove ties this one up 14 14 with 123 to play in the half. We'll be back after a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back here at Rick Pennypacker Field as Pottsgrove Falcons have just tied this one up 14-14 with 1.23 to play in the half. We knew this was going to be a tough game tonight. Back Brand new ball game. So start from, start from blank, right back to zero here as Pottsgrove is going to kick this one away. Jason Oaks, the deep man. Leo Egby up on the short. Deep ball. 
Oaks is going to catch this one at the 12-yard line and take off with a few blocks. Going to be taken down at about the 24-yard line. So Bordertown will start a first and 10 from their own 24 with 118 to play. you got to think Coach Miller is going to come out a little bit aggressive on this one. Yeah, I think he is. Even on that return, one or two blocks, he's free, Rick. He had the whole field. He could just get one more, two, one or two more blocks. Do we see the passing game open up? I, you know, looking at the defense, it doesn't look like anybody's playing a real cover three. It looks like a lot of cover two coverage tonight. Yeah, I mean, Boyertown came out with that one pass, did really well, 62-yard pass, and then they kind of went away from it. They haven't passed the ball since. Maybe, maybe you know, you lull Pottsgrove into a little you know, sense of, oh, yeah, they're just going to run the ball. Open up the field now, pass it. you got two receivers and one cover guy over here, right? So two receivers left, one man, and Garris doesn't see it. He's going to take off on a quick run and try to get to the sideline to stop the clock. Ryder Garris, Mir Brunson to bring him down on the sideline, so that will stop the clock. No, it will not. They're going to keep this one going. One minute to play in the half, 14-14, Bears. We are under a minute here in Pottsgrove, second and seven for the Bears. Don't see a lot of aggression here, a lot of hurry up. Garrison and Rick, you have Kate Sennett and Brandon Shane out here by themselves with one defensive guy. Garris drops the ball in the backfield, trying to make something out of nothing, and he's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be about a three-yard loss on that one. So with 31 seconds left to play, the clock's just going to keep ticking. No timeouts called here. Nobody trying to stop this one before the half. Pottsgrove will get the ball back in the second half as they defer the opening coin toss. Might let this one run out, Rick. I think they are going to let this one run out. You don't want a chance at injury at this point. Too early in the game, too early in the season. Well, it's smart. you're not losing. You're yeah, knotted up, and you come out aggressive in the second half. So that's the end of the first half here in Pottsgrove, Rick Penny Packer Field. 14 Falcons, 14 Bears. We got a game for you. Don't miss this one. We'll be right back with some halftime recap. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here at halftime at Rick Penny Packer Field. We got a heck of a game for us here now. Pottsgrove able to tie this one up on one play, able to show their weapons and what they can do right, you know, one series, one pass, right back in this one, tying it up. Boyertown didn't have an answer there. Like we said, Eric, miscues, mistakes, discipline. It's going to come down to that in this one. Yeah, I mean, you saw in the beginning of the game two kick returns that Pottsgrove did have. They, get, they had very great field position. A couple offensive miscues with Boyertown, a couple bobbled snaps, a couple other, you know, miscues with you know, maybe should have tossed it and should have cast it. And we're going to be sidelined for the maximum. We got to, I think at this point, Coach Miller's just telling him to stay focused and keep up the intensity.
seems like Bartow is very intense. They came out strong and they came out hot. I think Coach Miller's just telling them, hey, keep the foot on the pedal. We got this. Yeah, not the same teams we saw in the last two weeks. I mean, you know, we saw them play against Exeter, a tough state contender with uh, two commits, two college commits, one to Penn State, one to Villanova. Why I'm missing Coach Bob Wolfram basically came right out and said, Portertown just outplayed us today. The only reason they won was because why I'm missing has size and has talent. So Pottsgrove is 2-0 after uh, two, well, week one, they can't play. So they come out, everybody gets rained out. Half the game's in the pack and in the area get rained out. Portertown started, they got to the halftime, 21-0 against Upper Perk. They got to come back Saturday and play. And then basically, you know, Pottsgrove cancels their game. Then they're going to play Monday, have a COVID issue, can't play Monday. So they only play two games. They beat Lansdale Catholic in week two, 39 to 14. Lansdale Catholic program's kind of struggling down there. Really don't have a whole lot going on. They take care of Schuylkill Valley last week, 35 to nothing. Junior Mar Brunson runs for 128 yards, two touchdowns, and in addition to that, an 86-yard kick return for a touchdown. Brunson basically showing his power here tonight, but Boyertown having some answers when he's on the interior line. Yes, yeah, Boyertown has stopped him up the middle. He hasn't really gained too many yards up the middle in between the tackles. Most of his yardage has been outside. And we're seeing it from both Boyertown and Pottsville. I mean, we made the comment in the beginning that they're very similar in everything, size, age, you know. I'm seeing the same thing on the offense. Boyertown and Pottsville both using their horses on the outside. They haven't, ran, they haven't really ran a lot up the middle. I mean, even passing-wise, Pottsgrove had tried a couple. They had a couple nice passes. Boyertown, they've tried one or two. It's very similar game, right? I mean, you can see it with the score. It's 14-14. Second half, I mean, they're playing very well, both teams. So it's a speed game, looking to run on the outside a little bit more. Marinello able to open it up a little bit coming yes. off tackle. Egg not getting a lot of carries here. I think he only has three carries on the night. <clears throat> Pottsgrove. So last week, Scoop, I was talking about Scoop Valley with Pottsgrove. Quarterback Ryan Cisco, kind of comparable right now in terms of Ryder Garris. Ryder Garris looking a little bit more. If you want to compare the two quarterbacks tonight, Ryder Garris looking like a lot more aggressive tonight. Yes. But don't don't count Ryan Cisco out. You can throw a deep ball. And, you know, last week he throws for 61 yards and two touchdowns to Tyler Kaufman and Riley Delp and basically shows you that he has the ability when he needs to throw a team. Yeah, and again, too, you got to be careful because Coach Miller can easily put Anthony Penarillo back there, too. But do you, I, I don't know that you need to. Ryder no, Garris, I, mean, I think you really you, don't. You take your young quarterback in the halftime, you talk to him, and you got to figure out, listen, doing a great job, great job, but you got to settle down a little bit, maybe think about pitching that option a little bit more, trying to read that linebacker that's going to slide to the right kick that out to Eggby and give him an opportunity to open it up. Just let him know, hey, you've got 10 other guys out there helping you. You know, you're the quarterback, you are the general of the team, but you've got, you got 10 other guys out there on the field willing to, you know, willing to, you know, go to battle with you. Give the kid, give the kid some credit, taking taking some punishment oh, on yeah, that. He, he's taking some hits. Young quarterback, he's taking some hits, but you know what? He's getting right back up and doing the same thing again. Definitely getting bottled up there in the interior line, taking some hits that he probably doesn't need to, but getting hit by three, four at a time. So, Pottsgrove, Brian Cisco on the season is nine. Coming into this one was nine for 15 with three touchdowns. Mayor Brunson was 304 on 20 carries. He's averaging 15.2 yards a carry. 
senior Tyler Kaufman, that receiver on four catches for 70 yards. He had one tonight. And Vinny Scarnato on a big catch tonight had a big drop, fortunately, from Boyertown. Coming into this one with two catches for 72 yards. Panarello played last the last three weeks. Not seeing him at quarterback tonight. He was coming into it with seven for 18 and 157 yards, one touchdown. Also had 100, Panarello has 100 yards rushing on the season. I, I don't know, Garris might have a little bit more tonight on uh, on that. So Panarello not playing quarterback tonight at all. I haven't seen him in the series. May see something different from coach T.J. Miller as he likes to change things up quite a bit. Egby, 275 yards on 48 carries and he's averaging 5.7 yards. Not seeing much from him. He's got three touchdowns on the season. Egby with 692 yards career for Boyertown. So seeing all the weapons tonight. Have not seen any passes to Ordway. Have not seen any passes to Brandon Shane. We're seeing Jason Oaks in the mix. We're seeing Marinello. We're seeing a little bit of egg being a lot of cares. Yeah, I will say maybe Coach Miller, I think one thing that he could possibly do is get some to Brandon Shane. Um, defensive guy I've been watching, defensive guy that's covering Brandon Shane. Brandon does have a little bit of height on him. Um, I think that could come into play in the second half. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, both teams right now, it, it's even ball game. I, I, coaches have a very good game plan. Do they hear from it? Do they change? I don't think so. I think you keep your game plan. Um, both teams are playing very well. Like you said, a couple miscues. It's good to go. Yeah, so we're here tonight. This 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 rivalry, we talked about this in the very beginning of the game. This rivalry has been going on for a long, long time. So Boyertown meets Pottsburg for the 40th time tonight. It's 20-19 to 19 in the series. Boyertown leads by one game in that series. But since Boyertown joins the Pac-10, they're 5-9 against Pottsburg. So showing that the era of Rick Pennypacker in 29 seasons that he was here, of, you know, how do you compare that? Coach Hawthorne obviously taking the torch and running with it since Coach Pennypacker retires in 2017. Pottsburg, a school with nine-time Pac champions. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your thing, Rick. I mean, Coach Penny Packers and Bill Belichick of high school football. I mean, there's nothing you can say about it. I mean, he was here when we were here. I mean, yeah, we only scrimmaged Pottsgrove when we played because we were in a different league. But Coach Penny Packer is known by everybody. District Hard one champs. Care. Yeah, I mean, district one champs five times. Tired after 41 years of coaching, and Coach Hawthorne's taking over. Coach Hawthorne takes over in a tough time. You know, last year, they only get four games in last year because of COVID. Boyertown beats them in the last game of the season. Uh, but basically, you know, not last year it just really didn't amount to much. You really, and, and you got to feel bad for the seniors that were looking to get that playing time in, looking for some kind of recruitment possibly, and not able to get that in with COVID. But that's the way the world right now. And yeah, I mean, I, I mean, all the seniors, all the seniors last year kind of took hindrance, even the non-athletes. You know, just with everything going on, I mean, it's it's I I could have never done it. I could have never done at home schooling. Anybody that does it is fantastic. I could not have done it. So we talked about Brandon Shane a few times. Brandon Shane actually had an interception in last year's win against Pottsgrove in the last game of the season. But Boretown beats him 20 to nine. They forced four fumbles and rushed for 290 yards on this Falcon defense. So you know, last year a different story. Like I said. And, and, and this game playing out to be a little bit different. Every year is different. Now, you got four seniors for Boyertown that are going to end up moving on. And, you know, you got to think about 
what this sophomore class from Boyertown is able to do. Not your junior class, your sophomore class. And I talked to Coach Miller last week about that and said, you know, you got some sophomores stepping up, and we've said this again and again, but you really have to be really excited and optimistic looking forward to what you have going for the next two years. And Coach Miller's got to be looking into that right now as he's talking to his sophomore quarterback, Roger Garris. I'm trying to get things situated there. I'll tell you what, Rick, yeah, I mean, they have a very young team. They're doing a fantastic job, but, I mean, I think I think Coach Miller's coming out right now in this game, letting Pac-10 know that, yeah, we might have a year or two, but we're here now. I mean, he's not waiting. He's not waiting until these kids become seniors. He's letting it open up now. So with about five and a half minutes left to play, or left in the uh, halftime here with the band on the field, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back here to pin it back the field for some more halftime comments. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Back here in Pottsgrove, the band is just finishing up their halftime show. We're trying to figure out which way this one's going to go. We got a heck of a game here in Pottsgrove. 14-14, Falcons, Bears. So, a little, little bit of a small band from Pottsgrove. Is it? Boyertown's about three times that size. Yeah, I know. Boyertown takes up all the stands. Pottsgrove, I mean, has 10 people. I mean, or 11 or 12. I mean, they don't have that many people. This is a very small high school band. They were very well, you know, performed, but they were small. So something not Boyertown Pottsgrove related that I, I thought worth mentioning here, you got to have a lot of respect. So last week, Nick Singleton, Governor Mifflin, Mustangs, running back, breaks the all-time rushing record in, in Berks County, 4,875 yards rushing. Mike Drago, MikeDragoSports.com, posting on Twitter now that James Franklin, Penn State coach, is in attendance tonight on the sidelines for Mifflin with his big game tomorrow night, and he's in Mifflin tonight looking at his future running back, Penn State commit, Nick Singleton. We're hearing a lot, of, a, a lot of people from this area going to Penn State, Rick. I mean, I know Penn State's always been a really big PA team, but, I mean, you got Exeter, now you got Governor Mifflin. I mean, hey, I'm hoping in a year or two we're going to have Coach Franklin. Maybe we can get him on the air, Rick, at Boyertown with some of these kids. It would be nice to see. Uh, I know that Exeter has a Penn State commit. Uh, well, he had a Penn State offer to Joey Schlaffer at Exeter and Villanova commit J.R. Strauss for Exeter. So a lot of kids in the area. Big J.R. Strauss. He's big. <laughs> yeah, and Joey Schlaffer coming in yeah. at 6'7". So you got to think about that, too. I mean, you got a lot of really big kids in the area, and it's an exciting time right now for high school football. About I mean, two you, Go ahead, Derek. You, you think about it, Rick. Last year, what are we? We're three games in? Last year, they only had four. So we're like... We're like the second last game of the season if this is last year. Um, so I'm I'm excited with this season. I'm excited for the seniors. I'm excited for the fans. Um, 
very, a lot of fans, a lot of fans at these last couple of high school football games we were at. It's fantastic to see people getting out, supporting the high schools, supporting the kids. Something I thought another thing that was kind of worth mentioning. You don't see this. Looks like a basketball score. So last week, Putzdown beats Pequa Valley, 76 to 37. Wow, I'm pretty just a, just something that caught my eye. Yeah, that's a D1 high school. You know, that's a D1 college. You know, that's a Miami Hurricanes. You know, versus you know Putzdown High School here. Oh, that's high school. Putzdown High that's School. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, a that's yeah, a college yeah, score yeah, right yeah, there, right? Yeah. So Fleetwood, a very young program up there. They get their first shutout. They pitched their first shutout last Friday night, 41 to nothing. Fleetwood over up Perk. Fleetwood. Fleetwood, 41 nothing over up Perk, and Fleetwood advances to two and one. So look out. Two and one. Wow. Two and one. Two and one. How times have changed. And Upper Perk falls. How times have changed. Upper Perk falls. So looking at the pack, you know, Upper Perk not really able to do much right now. So. Boyertown comes into this one one and two. They're one and zero in the pack. Not not conference, not divisional. Pottsgrove's two and zero. Springfield comes in at two and one. They're playing against Mannheim Township tonight. Phoenixville is zero and two. They're playing against Artura area tonight. Norristown's zero and three coming into tonight against Sheltonham. Uh, they're playing Sheltonham tonight. That'll be a battle. I think they're both zero and three, aren't they, Rick? Cheltenham is both, both yeah, Cheltenham and Arstown both 0-3, so that's got to be something to watch that. Yeah. That, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. So, Perk Valley coming in this week 2-1, playing against Mannheim Central, and Mannheim Central is 3-0, and you know, so. Owen J. Roberts coming to visit us at Bear Memorial Stadium next week. They're coming in at 2-1 into this week. They're going against Reading this week. Reading not having a very good year so far at one and two. Pottstown tonight. Pottstown's 0-3. Not not really doing much there at Pottstown tonight. Don't see them on our schedule this, this year, but are in the pack nonetheless. With Acton 2-1, we'll play them on October 8th for homecoming. With Acton 2-1 coming in this week as they play Wissahick. They beat Wissahick last week, 35-27. And Upper Perk, like we just said, one and two. They lose 41 nothing last week to Schuylkill, to uh, to Fleetwood, and now they're at Schuylkill Valley tonight, and they're own one in the pack. And Upper Perk, Boyertown goes up there in week one, handles them in a two-day game. Upper Perk only having before this season four kids that have ever actually played in varsity play, so a very very young team up there at Upper Perk. So I mean, based upon this, the what you just said, Rick. Boyertown's one and zero in the pack, so that means we're 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 number one in the pack right now, right? So one and zero in the pack right now in terms of in the pack as a whole, but not in our division. So divisionally, we had, divisional play doesn't start till next week. So divisional play, we'll play ONJ next week, another six A school, and that's you know in our district. But I mean, we're gonna go in there two and zero in the pack after tonight. Well, I love the optimism, Eric. So we tied up. Yeah, hey, I'm a Boyertown guy. Boyertown's got to win. Here we are knotted up here. At 14 at Penny Packer Stadium tonight, a lot going on in the pack tonight. I was looking at looking for some scores, not really seeing anything just yet. Got a lot of Berks County scores coming in to us right now. Pvito is up 21 nothing over Mannheim Central, 21 to 14. Governor Mifflin up 14 zip against Harrisburg, knowing that was going to be a really tough game for Mifflin going into that one. But they're up 14 nothing against this 
and Fleetwood, 24 to 15 over Comrade Weiser. So some changes going on up there in Fleetwood. Look Fleetwood's out. like the, the Cincinnati Bengals of high school football, Rick. Uh, they're, they're coming. They're, I mean, coming. they're coming around. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, what they say, any given Sunday, any given Friday night, things can happen, Rick. Absolutely. So some good things happening in the area. We're going to get ready to kick this one back off here pretty soon. Waiting for both teams to come back out on the field. The refs have come back out and getting ready to warm this one up. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialist can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Back here in Pottsgrove, knotted up at 14 with a few minutes left here in halftime. Looks like the band is going to take all their equipment off. I'm excited for the second half, Eric. I don't know about you. This has been one heck of a game here tonight, speedball. So we got Ryder Garrick started at quarterback tonight. A few other changes on offense to our starting lineup. Yeah, I mean, we have Ryder Garris, you have Roman Marinello, Jason Oaks, Luke Ordway, Brandon Shane. I mean, they've been kind of like the staple guys that we've been seeing every week. Um, then you also have Leo Agby. I mean, those have been the stable guys all week. A lot of those guys are, you know, your your guys. Then you also have the, you know, the O-line. You have Cole Marinello at center. You have Matt. Cavallari. Cavallari, uh, James. Tiburon. And then uh, Nathan Deming mm, yep. and Kyle Prey. I mean, there's your offensive line. I mean, they've been doing a fantastic job tonight. That O-line has been doing a great job. They had one little miscue on that one pass down here um, on the 30-yard line going in for the touchdown. Other than that, they've been stepping up and doing a really good job. Against Exeter, I noticed the offensive line was kind of breaking down a little bit, didn't know their things, but they also had some guys hurt. Um, it looks like they have their offensive line back together now, and they're all working in conjunction. And then the defense, I can't say enough about this Bears defense in the last few weeks. Um, you know, with Colt Senate, Jason Oaks, Brandon Shane, Roman Marinello holding that back, holding that back, you know, the back part of the defense up. Then you got Anthony Pernarello, Anthony Femulero. And then Gavin Chamberlain. I mean, those linebackers have been scraping and filling. The D-lines have been doing the D-line with P.J. Cunnings. Uh, Nathan Deming, Cole Marinello, and Luke Ordway. That that line's been keeping the deep, keeping the um, Pottsgrove offense off their linebackers, so their offense can scrape and fill. I mean, it's been a fantastic, all-around great job with Boyertown and Pottsgrove. Uh, you know, I know 
you know, we're hometown guys. We always talk about, I just enjoy being here on a Friday night, talking about football and seeing these kids and seeing what they grow into. Yeah, and what a game we have here tonight. And seeing a lot of guys getting in the mix here tonight. So as the teams come back out, they're going to stretch this one back out. Town going to kick this one away to start the half off. And you got to think that Coach Miller was thinking maybe, boys, we need to play a little bit smarter, a little bit more conservative, make smarter decisions, maybe calm down just a little bit. Or maybe just tells them to keep their foot on the gas and just play their game. And, 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 and you can go either way on this one. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, these young kids being so close to Pottsgrove, being a rivalry, being right down the road, you know, these kids can go to the premium outlets and see these Pottsgrove kids, you know, on the weekend. Uh, if I'm if I'm Coach Miller, I'm saying, foot on the gas, let's show the Pac-10 we're here. Um, I know one of my best friends growing up played for Pottsgrove, and I took every opportunity when we had that scrimmage to play against them just you know, for those bragging rights. But I so, mean, Rick, I, I'm, I'm hoping Boyertown wins so I can brag to one of our old coaches that coaches the ninth-grade team here at Pottsgrove. Well. Coach Morris Taylor, my, my whole family went to Pottsgrove, but I'm the only one who went to Boyertown, so I love well, You made a good call. choice, Rick. Yeah, you made I mean, a really good choice. I love choice. making that call, especially to my to my dad. So one thing we wanted to touch on was that uh, Griff Hummel is out this week, and we are, our thoughts and prayers are with Griff as he's healing up. Went through some tests, didn't feel well, realized that you know they, everything comes back negative, takes a hit in the opening kickoff last week and ends up having a partially ruptured spleen on that because due to mono. So bleeding uh, internally, goes into the ICU, touch and go for about two two days. I was in con communication with his father, uh, Paul, who takes care of the basketball organization for the Warton Optimist, Paul Hummel. And our thoughts and prayers just go out to Griff as he's healing. I did talk to his dad this morning. Griff is home and he's up and walking around. So. A lot of encouragement there, Griff. We're rooting for you, bud, and we're ready for you to get back on the field as soon as you're feeling better. Take your time. Thoughts and prayers from the Board of Town community for you, number 11. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be hard for him being a senior. Um, really hard. I, I can only imagine. But you know, get get well. You got a lot of you know a lot of life. Well, you nope. got to imagine, you got to remember, too, that a lot of these kids that are playing out here on the football field are also playing other sports. You know, Leo Egby does a lot of shock put, okay? Um, Colin Eisenhart and Zach Foskey came from a soccer game, or came from a soccer game and then got dropped off to this game. So they played a whole soccer game. Eisenhart actually has an assist and a win today for Boyertown. Boyertown wins 2-0 today over Perkyoman Valley in soccer, and Eisenhart has an assist, comes out here, and he's kicking punts tonight, so... You know, you gotta you gotta remember these kids got a lot going on, and you gotta have a lot of respect for the, what they put their bodies through. And now they come out here and they're playing both ways. Um, so yeah, Zach, he is just a kicker, though. Rick. Come on now, soccer. You gotta run around a lot. I, you go out there and run around for 90 minutes. You can't do it. Nope, I'm a lineman. That's right. I block people. I, don't I pick wanna, things up and put things down. I don't want to run. I was a wide receiver, and I don't want to run for 90 minutes. That's the reason I played football. Yeah. I like to hit people. Boyertown lineup to kick this one off. Zach Foskey is going to tee it up. We're getting ready to get this second half underway, which feels like an entirely new game. Foskey's going to tee it up, kick it high, and let it fly. Off the tee it goes. That's a deep ball down to the 10-yard line. Foskey going to bring it up and boom, finally take it down for a quick new return, maybe 10 on that one. Number so. 32 from Boyertown, Rick. 
Ryan Spangler made the tackle now, and that was a nice hit. So Pat Pottsgrove will start from their own 25-yard line and get this one going in the second half. Well, it looks like Coach uh, Coach Miller might have talked to them about their kickoff coverage, Rick. That was a very good kickoff coverage compared to the other two. Yeah, I was a little fearful there. Every time they kicked the ball off, I was getting a little nervous. I was thinking, you know, wait, you know. And Pottsgrove blocking the back, moving them back even farther, Rick. They're going to be inside to 20. Like we said, I, you know, I I don't like to repeat myself too much, but you got to remember, two young teams, discipline, who's going to make more mistakes, who's going to have you know, the, the, the discipline of penalties here. And we've seen it go both ways tonight, pretty evenly spread out. Looks like Poxgrove lining up in that same set, Rick, spreading us out. Cisco under center, Brunson in the backfield. Marinello playing outside linebacker left. He's going to come up. Fill that hole, Anthony Panarello got a hold of him. He's really gonna go nowhere, so Panarello grabs onto him and waits for the cavalry as they bring him down for maybe about a four yard loss on that one. They're going nowhere. Bordertown coming out of the game here, coming out of the gut here, and putting on a stand early. Yeah, like I said, Rick, beginning of the first half, they were running you know, sideline to sideline. That time they tried to run Bronson up the middle and Bordertown stuffed him. I mean, Oscar's gotta realize, Bordertown's middle's tough. You're gonna to have to run. You're gonna to have to outrun us because you're not gonna stop us power-wise. So second and twelve here for Pottsgrove. Panarello looking to the line. Quick handoff up the middle and Pottsgrove's going nowhere on that one. I, I this is a different offense here, Eric. I don't. I don't really know if I follow yeah. here. They're not. You're not seeing the speed. You're not seeing the outside runs. You're seeing. You know, quick handoffs off tackle that yeah, I mean, right, right before right before right before halftime, Pottsgrove was running that sideline to sideline, wide side of the field, and they were getting, you know, five, six, seven yards at a pop, and they were, you know, pushing Boyertown. Now they switch it up, they're running inside the tackles, power football. I'm not seeing it, they're not gaining any yards. Well, they're spreading a little bit out here, so you got two two receivers to the right, runs it under center. Cisco under center. He's going to keep this one. Nope, he's going to pitch the option to Brunson to the outside, but he's not going to go anywhere. Maybe a four-yard gain on that play, but not Roman enough. Marinello said, uh-uh, you ain't getting past me. That's my job to run the ball like that. One thing I really, you have to love about this Boyertown team is that it's not one guy doing all the work. you got each individual different players that are just putting it all out there, and it's not just a one-time thing. They're hitting, they're hitting, they're catching, they're catching, they're blocking. They're yeah, I mean, blocking. you just saw it. I mean, Blurtown switched out five guys. You know, oh, it's. No, it's going for. They're, uh, so they're going for a punt. That's Potts, right. I was getting overzealous. Sorry getting a little excited there. So Pottsgrove <laughs> is going to punt this one away. Marinello back deep to receive. Nice punt. He's going to let that one go, though. Marinello's going to let it go, and it's going to be down at the Blurtown 42-yard line. Good field position for Blurtown on this one. I like the field position. Well. We saw Pottsgrove side offense. Now let's see the Bears and see if they can get something going here. Yeah, Pottsgrove changed up their offense. Like I said, like we were talking about, they were running a little bit more power game. They, it looks like they threw in some beer option on that last, you know, on that third down play. But first and second down, you run like right up the middle. It, it's a little, little different. Let's see what Boyertown does. Ryder Garris staying at quarterback. He's under center. Egby the up back. Marinello in the backfield. Quick hand off to Egby up the middle. He's going to plow through and keep going. He's going to keep going, going, going. He's got about 15 on that play. Leo Egby's going to make a statement. 
I said it early on, you gotta wonder why they're not going to A.B. early. Maybe they're saving him for the second half. Play the pots group tried to run. Play the pots group tried to run. Play the pots group tried to run. Play the pots group tried to run against Boyertown on their first time coming back from halftime. But Egby, Egby powered through the defense and gained all those yards. It's it's like Boyertown and Potsgrove are watching the same offense, different players. Well, you know, it's a very similar offense. Yeah. So you got Oaks in the slot, Darius under center. Handoff around the end to Jason Oaks. Jason Oaks takes off. He's going to get about nine on that one. So this this offense steamrolling as they're heading down the field into Potsgrove Falcons territory with 8.58 to play. Again, the they, they, they powered up the middle in the first one, bounced it outside on the second diversity. one. Yeah, diversity. I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, TJ Coach Miller, you can tell. He said, we're keeping our foot on the gas. We're not stopping. That'll bring up a second and two on an eight-yard carry there by Jason Oaks. Garris under center. Brandon Shane way out there. Egby off, off tackle. Might get two on this. Is this enough for a first down? I think it's going to be enough to move the sticks. I think he actually pulled that out from Egby, and he kept that himself, Rick. Far side of the field, hard to tell from here. Yeah, I'm trying to listen to the announcer, Rick, and get some So, keys. first down for Boyertown. This first down is brought to you by the Penn State Health, St. Joe's on the web, and the future of healthcare.org. First and 10 for Boyertown on the Potsgrove 32. Garris hands off up the middle. Egby gained about four on that one, so we're just plowing through a little bit, eating yards up at a time, and you got to hope that by doing this that you're eating the clock. Yes, and one thing I do notice is um, with the quarterback, with Garris, he's, he's holding his hands in there a little bit. I think he needs to pull him out and let Egby move a little bit. It's like he's holding his, he, you know, he's trying to really hold the hold the ball a little bit too more. Just give it to Egby and let Egby pound it. It's like he's a little unsure if he wants to give it to him or not. Second and five from the Pottsgrove 27. It was a quick fake handoff to Egby. Garris around the end. He's going to fight for that pylon. That's going to be a measurable one, Rick. That's going to be close. Is that another first down? Bryce Caffrey on the takedown for Pottsgrove, number one. He was also the kick returner in the last kick return. I think that's going to be enough to move the sticks and keep this one rolling here. They're going to call for a measurement. Yeah, again, Brick, like we talked about in the first half, like you mentioned, they're going after that short side of the field again. They've got a lot of field over here, and they keep going to that short side of the Third field. Third inches here as Garris is under center. Egby, up back, he's going to dive right up the middle. So forward progress has got to give it to him, but big man on the Pottsgrove front is going to bring him down and drag yeah, him back. Number 70, that is... Uh... I don't have the numbers that high in front of me. Oh, wow. That's, that's a lot of vowels in that name. This is Chiavanti Morale. He's a tackle, sophomore tackle. Big boy there. <laughs> Ryder Garris under center. First and 10 for the Boyertown Bears. And this one is not going to work out. Looks like a false start on the, for Boyertown here. Might have to come back five yards on this one. It looks like Coach Miller's trying to do a little bit of a semi-hurry up there. You know, and the offense might have, uh, you know, just not hurt everybody. You have to think and, and, and look at this and say, well, yeah, you take a lot of time off the clock, but you have to remember, Potsgrove can strike quick, and you're going to have to pick your defense back there in their secondary to get them lined up with Roman Marinello and Brandon Shane and get Cade Sennett to watch on the outside there when they do get back on defense. So be a first and 15 from the 25 here with 640 to play. 
Jason Oaks in motion. Garris is going to throw this one deep down the sideline to Brandon Shane. Oh! And it's broken up. Incomplete. That's the play I keep. That's the play we needed, Rick. Looking for Brandon Shane. Yeah, he, he was there, there in too, the box but that was good coverage. Good. Ryder Garris throws a nice ball. Not enough to lead him. Shane turns around, and it's broken up. So a good time to throw that one out of the first and 15. That'll bring up the second and 15 for the Bears. See, that was that was very good coverage by Trey Cook on that one for Pottsgrove. He had a couple inches on him. Brandon Sheen has a couple inches on him. He kept his head in there, put his hand up, and broke that play up. That was very good defensive play on that one. Ryder Garris under center. Eggby in the backfield. Quick handoff. Nope. Ryder's going to keep it, and he's going to be brought down for maybe two yards. Potsgrove blitz on that one. It looks like Potsgrove might be getting a little bit aggressive on their D. It looks like they're stepping up their outside linebackers, and it looks like they're trying to cut Boyertown off from running out of the outside, Rick. Well, getting wise to the fact that Garris is trying to keep the ball on. So if you're, yeah. if you're Coach Hawthorne, you got to be thinking, this kid's, you know, number seven's keeping the ball a lot. Maybe you key up on him and force him to pitch that to the outside and force him to make that other decision and, and see what he can do there. So, as you're, and if you're Coach Miller, you're thinking rope-a-dope, go to him, go to him, go to him, go to him, and then flip it, which is what you did with A.B. and start off. Garris is back deep again. Going to launch it down the sideline for Jason Oaks, but it is Just too out of his reach, far right? down there. Oaks dives in the end zone and it is not going to be complete. So, a little too much on that ball from... Garris, what a valiant effort. He was open too, Rick. Jason Oaks dives for that one in the end zone. Had a little bit of extra on that one. He, he must have ate his Wheaties this morning. Fourth and 15 here for Boyertown on the 25-yard line. They're kicking it, Rick. 46 to play, and I don't know what the call is here. They're giving their soccer player a chance, Rick. He had a game today. Let's see what you got. But that's not Foskey. It's not? No, that's Eisenhardt. He, he, he punts that one through, and it is just too far left, so no good. Colin Eisenhardt. Too far left, but you got to give him credit for trying that one. Yeah, so it's 541 to play in the third quarter here. We got it and still knotted up 14-14. We'll be right back after this quick message. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now. And our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Here in Pottsgrove, we got a tied-up score at 14, 541 to play in the third quarter. Looks like there was a bad spire. So the Pottsgrove Packers will start from their own 20-yard line. Cisco under center, quick pitch to Brunson to the outside. He's going to be chopped down by Boretown in the backfield. Might have gotten a yard on that one. That was Gavin Chamberlain, Rick. 
Been hearing that name quite a few times tonight. Yeah. Seems like he's really stepping up. Not a guy you see carrying the ball, but a guy that's actually putting his role into this game and making his name known. Yep. Second and nine for Pottsgrove with five minutes to play in this one. They're on their own 20-yard line. Cisco under center. Hard count. Dropping back to pass. He's deep. He's caught down at the 45-yard line of Bordertown. Jason Oaks on the coverage. Got a hand in there, but actually just an amazing catch. Yeah, Jason Oaks did have very fantastic Tyler coverage. Tyler Kaufman on the catch there, and just an amazing catch. Jason Oaks had, was right on him. Perfect textbook. Arm behind him. Just not enough to break that one up. First down, Pottsgrove. So this first down is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen on the web. At inhomeoxygen.net. Pottsgrove, first and 10 from the Boretown, 45, 426 to play in the third. Quick pitch outside to Brunson. Ooh. Almost chopped down in the backfield by Luke Wordway, but not enough. But still, probably a two-yard loss on that one. Just like we said, Eric. Evan Eichhoff on the, on the uh, almost yeah, he, chopped yeah, down yeah. in the backfield, right? PN, yeah. Yeah, Evan Eichhoff in there, almost to take him down in the backfield. Aggressive play by him, but Brunson able to get out by his shoelaces. Cisco will bring him to the line for second and 11, so two-yard loss on the last play. 3.51 to play in the third quarter. 14-14 here in Pottsgrove. Cisco, one center, one receiver right. Hard count here. The way it's going, Rick, they're going to be coming out coming here. Coming out wide. with a pass again. Ooh, defense, get him, get him, get him! Back to the backfield. They're going to call him down as he fumbled the ball, but they're going to bring him down. So Cisco is sacked in the backfield for a big Nicholas, loss. Nicholas Panarello Nick coming Panarello off the end. coming in there big time. That was a fantastic sack, Rick. They needed that play right there. That, that was a statement. Panarello came out and said, you know what? Let me take this. Let me, I, my brother can't show me up on this one. <laughs> so that's going to bring up a third and a mile here for Pottsgrove as it's going to take them back into their own territory on the 46-yard line with 3.05 to play in the third. Still knotted up here at 14. Going to come down to the wire on this one. Cisco's going to be in the gun. Two receivers to the left. Marinello's going to step up in the coverage here and see what he's got at strong safety. Cisco back to pass. Nope, he's going to keep it up the middle. One tackle miss, two tackles. He's going to be brought down, and he's going to gain about maybe seven on that play. Cade, Cade Sennett on that tackle. Cade Sennett said, uh-uh, you ain't getting a first down on me. So give credit to the sophomore for stepping up and taking on the senior as he wrapped him up and brought him and he's down He's limping hard. a little bit, Rick. Cisco. Yeah, Cisco's limping Cisco a little bit Cisco got a little here. bit wrapped up there, maybe a little hobble off the field there. Maybe a little ankle sprain or something. You know, Kate, you know Kate, Kate was getting him up a little size. He went a little bit low. Maybe he got his ankle, got his knee a little bit. He's over here sitting on the bench. Pottsgrove to punt this one away. Fourth and eight. Not able to convert. Almost blocked by Bordertown. It's a high punt. Roman Marinello to field this one. He's, nope, he's going to let that one go. Pottsgrove's going to down it at the 14-yard line. Pottsgrove will start this, Bordertown will start this one from their own 14. We'll take a real quick break here, knotted up at 14. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Caught in a land. 
landslide No escape from reality Open your eyes What do U.S. Kids presents What to expect when you're expecting A teenager learning the lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym stands for Greatest of all time As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Back here is the Bears. On a quick run to Agby for about a two-yard gain on that play. 151 to play in the third. In the first half. Laundry on the field, Rick. The first half seemed to fly by with such quick action here from both teams, and now it seems like this third quarter is just dragging on, waiting for somebody to be able to punch one in and put some points up on the board. We got a holding on Boyertown, so that's going to push them back. Half the distance to the goal here for Boyertown with 151 in the third. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with you, Rick. I think this one might come down to whoever has the ball last. I, I really do. Um, the way this is going in the first game, it was back and forth. Now it looks like they're doing a little bit more ball control, holding the ball a little bit more. Garrison the gun. Marinell to the right. Jason Oak split left. There's a hole right there in the middle, Rick. Quick handoff. Nope. He's going to kick the around the end and maybe a two-yard gain on that one. Mir Brunson with the stop for Pottsgrove playing both ways, that young man tonight, but not seeing a whole lot from him in the run game. He's not able to break free the way he did against Schuylkill Valley last week as they shut them out 26 to nothing. Yeah, again, the D-line stepping up. Roman Marinell on that carry, so he picked up five on that one. We got a second and 12 here with less than a minute to play in the third. Still not up 14. Garris under center. Oh, pitched it wild. Pitched and Egby gets out of bounds. Not much going on there. That'll bring up a third and long here for the Bears with 46 seconds left to play in the third. It seems like something's wrong, Rick. It just seems like they're not me they're not meshing well right now in the series. This is probably, I don't know, it, it seems different than all the rest of the series, Rick. I feel like as a coach, you know, the early years that I was on the sidelines, you, sometimes you feel like you try to do too much and it doesn't really work out for you. Yeah. And maybe that's the case here, I don't know. Garrison the gun, he's going to drop back to pass, maybe keep it. Nope, he's going to keep this one. He's going to be sacked for about a one-yard loss. And that's going to bring up a long fourth down for the Bears. Again, there, there's a little bit of a breakdown in the O-line. He didn't have very much time. He tried to step up in the pocket, the pocket. The, the linebackers for Apochka stepped up, and he really had nowhere to go. So a long fourth down for the Bears, and they're going to have to punt this one away and see if Apochka, they can stop them. Doesn't seem like either team can get a real mesh going here right now. That'll be the end of the quarter here. They're going to let the clock line down. And we'll change sides for the last quarter of this contest. We're tied up at 14 here in Pottsgrove. No score. We'll be right back with a very sports network. 
when I smoke my broccoli. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Back here at Penny Packer Field as we get ready to start the fourth quarter. Announcing the seniors and the cheerleaders down here possible right in front of us. Portal take the field and get ready to see what they can do against this Pottsgrove defense. They're gonna have to kick this one away. Town back to punt in the end zone. Gonna have to kick this one out. We've seen some high short punts here tonight. Hopefully we can get one with a little distance to it. Pottsgrove and not rush on that one. Way out of bounds. And caught by a cheerleader here. Yeah. Right in front of his hands. Nice, so hand. nice job by you, young lady. She caught that one on the 50-yard line, Eric. Yeah. That's yeah. a great place to start. No? Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you what, Rick, I coach, I coach some female football players. You know, all the years growing up, you know, you always see females can't play football, but that's false. Yeah, so the cheerleaders grab a hold of that one. Cisco's coming out, getting some instruction from Coach Hawthorne as they try to get something going here. They got the last quarter, last opportunity here to get things moving. 11.54 to play in this game, tied up at 14. They have good field position. They're going to start this one on the Boyertown 31-yard line. So I'm curious to see how Cisco's mobility is with coming off, limping off that last series. Right? I'm wondering if Coach is going to like kind of keep him stable a little bit, a couple plays, or if he's going to um, just let him loose. He's going to stay in the gun. Brunson in the backfield. Got a receiver out far. Brunson's going to take it around the end. One, two, three. He's brought down on the edge down there. Jason Oates on the tackle for Bordertown. Paul Marinella made a good defensive play there, kind of made Brunson jump back a little bit, you know, and gave Bordertown a little bit of time to come up and, you know, corral Bronson. So second and five is Brunson gains five yards on that one. They're going to be on the Bordertown 27 with 11-23 to play in this game. Boyertown's got to have a big stop here. If you're going to make a statement, it yep. needs to be right here. Absolutely. They need a big play right here. You know, they need a fumble, interception, just a stop. Cisco under center, handoff to Brunson around the end. Once again, Roman Marinello's coming up. Can't big holding. stop, but I see a call on the field there. It looks like it's holding on offense. That's coming back. Brandon Shane on the tackle. That's been one of those plays, Rick, that... You know, that offensive lineman's probably been doing that all night, and he's just now seeing it. You know, the, the ref's just now seeing it. But again, Brunson, we've seen him in, you know, in past weeks. He's had very big runs. He's been like two yards, three yards. Boyertown has kind of corralled him tonight. Giving him a tough, really sealing that edge. I mean, you didn't see him being able to run up the middle very often. He's trying to run off tackle, and then he tries to kick it to the edge. And you got to imagine, like, Jason Oaks playing up the corner, sealing that edge. Kate Senna gets beat on one, but then comes back and has a couple nice stops. Yeah, yeah and that's the other thing against Exeter. You know, we couldn't stop the outside. 
it seems like T coach TJ Miller now has a wide, you know, his his defense is doing good outside and inside. Brandon Shane is able to float real nicely at that free safety spot. Cisco's under center. Brunson in the backfield to the short side. Quick pass. Broken and up. Incomplete, broken up by Jason Oates. And you got one of the things that I, I tried to talk about last week was the fact that you got to look at Jason Oates. He's 5'8", playing against some of these wide receivers that are 6'6", six 6'5", six six last week, and Nevin Carter from why I'm missing. And Jason Oates is able to put a shoulder pad in him and say, you know, I may not be the same size as you, but you're going to know him here. Yeah, I mean, you saw it on that one pass across the middle. He was there, just made a beautiful catch, but he came back and said, you know, you know what, you're not getting that catch again. A lot of respect for that kid. He's, just, yeah, he's really putting up an attitude out there and saying, if you want that ball and you want to beat me, you're going to have to work for it. Cisco coming up under center. Brunson in the backfield. Potsgrove in the eye. Brandon Shane looking back at free safety. They're going to pass. Going deep down the sideline. Marinello's down there. That ball had no chance whatsoever. Nobody home on that throw in the end zone. Yeah, I don't know where Cisco was throwing that, Rick. I, I think he was looking downfield, and, and, and Jason Oaks was able to, to put a little jab on him before five yards. Just kind of throw the timing off on that play a little bit. Marinello was able to play from the strong safety spot and cover over the top. Even if that ball would have been in his hands, it would have been broken up or maybe even intercepted. from Marinello was right there for it. 10.30 to play here in this contest. Tied up at 14, Potsgrove has a fourth and 17 right now. And they're gonna punt this one away. I'd like to see a good punt return here from Boyertown. It gets him a little bit better in the field position. Marinello's down deep. I mean, you gotta hope you get a little hold of one. Ooh, bad punt. I, I think he punted that 10 yards and maybe five off the line of scrimmage, so. Yeah. Okay, Boyertown has a good field position. Heck, return. No out. Still going to start from about their own 30-yard line. Not terrible. But yeah, not terrible. I mean, not the best. You you know, you want to be over the 50 on field position you'd like, when you start. You'd like a block punt there maybe and take yeah. it to 50. Anthony Panarello with a block kick last week for Boyertown. There was a block kick in week one too, wasn't there, Rick? I believe so, yes. So, Ryer Garrett is under center. Brandon Shane to the right. Egby. Handoff around the end to Marinello, but he's not going to go anywhere and he's going to have about a two-yard loss in that play. A breakthrough on the line, but uh, Pasgrove can come yeah, I mean, on that one. one. One thing different, Rick, is maybe um, maybe Coach Miller is listening to us on the radio because he actually ran to the wide side on that one. <laughs> so number 55, Dominic Domino, junior guard for Pasgrove on the stop there and comes off limping, so he's going to take a break. Looks like he's a little banged up on that one. Well, we're on the edge of our seats here in Pottsgrove at Petty Packer Field with 9.46 to play, and this one's still knotted up at 14. Nobody able to really get anything punched in here since the first half of this game. Brandon Shane out right, wide right. Garris under center. Brunson's creeping up for the blitz, looks like. Maybe a two-yard gain on that play. Not, not, not real short on the call there, Eric. Yeah, you got I'm not, second and, and 13, and you're running for a two-yard. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking out here, and you have you have Brandon Shane, who's 6'3", and then you have coverage-wise, he's being covered by a, a wide, you know, a D-back that's 5'4", and Bryce Caffrey. I mean, you have to see that as a coach. I know it's on the far side of the field, away from the coach, but that size difference right there. I mean, 
I would try to maybe exploit that if I could. Try to, but you have to remember that Caffrey also is an athlete too. He's a kick returner who has probably like, you know, quite a bit of speed there in the 40. Ferris out of the gun. He's looking to throw. Quick throw out to Marinello. That's Not a sure. catch. Is that a first down maybe? Gonna call that complete. So Marinello with a quick grab. Not quite enough for a first down. Ooh, he's measuring it, Rick. They're measuring it, Rick. So measure on the forward progress. Let's see what they come well, up maybe with. Maybe not. No, they gave it to him. The, no, the, yeah. Another umpire overruled the, the line judge. So a first down, which looked like it was short, so a good spot there. Um, Coach Hawthorne doesn't look very happy with that. I one. can't he, imagine. He, he really wanted a measurement on that one. Wardtown, quick up. Podsgrove defense all uh, discombobulated. But not they were able to Jason stop Oaks on the end of the round, not going to go anywhere. Wardtown tried to jump up to the line before Potsgrove was ready, but Potsgrove stopped them. 8 10 to play in this game. Wardtown starting to move the ball here a little bit, starting to see some life, but still at harboring right now at their own 35 yard line with a second and 12. Second and 12 here for Boyertown. Garrison the gun. Low snap. Got to get himself together. Around the end. Cannot throw across his body. Tries to throw one to Marinello as he's falling down, but not going to be enough. Um, if the, I think that. if that would have been a good snap, Rick. You have Jason Oaks. You know, Brandon Shane and Jason Oaks are over here spread out. Um, Brandon Oaks is in the slot. Potsker is not really covering him. They're giving him a good like 20-yard cushion before the free safety picks him up. I mean, Coach Miller, I know it's on this side of the field. Hopefully his spotters are seeing that. Reading down to him saying, hey, look for Oaks on a quick, you know, quick curl, you know, 10-yard curl, come back. He's got some, Brandon Shane's been blocking too, so you got two guys out there. You know, give it to him and let him go. Let seems, him work it. Seems like you got to watch that a little bit with Garris trying to get to do a little much and then line breaking down. Garris out of the gun. He's looking to throw again. He's got, got a little bit of time. Home. Ah, quick throw up to the 49-yard line. It's incomplete. I think, Rick, I think... Um, Pass intended for Roman Marinello. I think Ryder needed to stay put. His pocket was pretty good. They were pushing him around the outside. He tried, got a little bit of happy feet and then tried to throw back across his body and just wasn't a very, you know, perfect throw. I think if he would have stayed in the pocket, it would have been a little bit better. Eisenhardt back to punt this one away. Boyertown has a fourth and 12 with 7.35 to play in this game. Nice long punt down to the 32-yard line. Cotsworth's going to pick it up. Luke Gordway's got to dive for him, not going to get there. Down the sideline, Jason Oaks on a quick tackle. Jason Oaks on a quick push out of the bounds there. This kid is all over the field. Luke, yeah, he really is, Rick. Luke Ordway just not there in time enough to get him back at the 40. So Potsgrove going to start from about there at 45. Vinny Scarnato for Potsgrove on the carry there. Quick run, quick dodge. Jason Oaks coming across the field again, Rick. That's like the third or fourth time he's came across the field and make tackle. Jason Oaks, your player, gridiron player of the game last week, showing up again this week. Cisco under center, Brunson in the backfield. 
line shift from Boyertown. Quick pitch out to Brunson to the outside. He's going to get gobbled up, but maybe after getting about a two-yard gain. Yeah, it looked like Boyertown knew that was coming. They shifted their, you know, shifted their line over there and you know, shifted left. Like, you know, if you're Cisco, you got to think maybe you call an audible there because the middle was wide open. Even yeah, as Panarello was over there, there, there was a big hole there. Cisco comes over to Brunson and to Coach Hawthorne and gets the call directly from him. Brunson's coming out of the game. Looks like he's going to take a break. Either that or he had a helmet problem. His helmet may have came off. Yeah, it looks like his helmet came off, so I think he has to come off for at least a play on that one. Shane Caffrey will come in in his stead. Cisco will bring him to the line under center. Kate Sennett has the far side of the field right now against the tough Vinny Scarnato. Dropping back in the coverage, Cisco. Quick dive up the middle, making everybody out, pushing the pile all the way through, and he's gonna get a first down on that one as Potsburg is driving with 6.36 to play. And that'll be a first down for the Falcons. This first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph, primary care, urgent care, emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere, on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. That was, that was a very good run by him. He's stepping up, get a chance to go in there when Brunson comes out, and he pushes the line for 10 yards. Potsgrove will take a timeout to think about it, and so will we with 6.19 to play in this one. We're still tied up at 14. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610 929 2004. In home oxygen. Back here at Penny Packer Field. After the timeout, Coach Althorne having a conversation with the officiating crew here, trying to figure out what's going on. We're set here for the last 6.19 left to play in this one. Cisco in the gun, waiting for the whistle. And there it is. Boyertown front four, shifting. Cisco in the gun. He's got a hand up to Brunson around the end. Quick fake there on the counter. Brandon Shane's gonna bring him down at about the Boyertown 18 yard line. So a nice run by Amir Brunson. And that's the one thing we talked about. You cannot let him get loose. No, and that, that's the first time that Boyertown's defense has really overcommitted and gave him, you know, given him that lane. And you can see it right there. Brandon Shane coming out from the defensive end spot there for the stop, tracking. Brunson, Cisco under center. Marinello in the deep, free safety. Brunson up the left side, but he's not gonna go anywhere. Looks like about a one yard loss for Pottsgrove. 5.27 left to play in this one, still tied up at 14. 
They'll bring up a second and down, second down for the Falcons. First half, nothing but speedball. Second half, just nothing but grinding it back and forth. And like we said, just whoever's going to have the ball last here, whoever's going to make the least amount of mistakes and miscues or miss that one last tackle. Exactly. I'm very curious to see how Boyertown steps up here, Rick. With being a young team, tie ball game, five minutes left. Postgrove has a little bit of momentum. Let's see if Boyertown can switch the tide. Cisco under center on the Boyertown 17. Cisco's going to drop back to pass. Nope, he's going to keep it. He's going around the end. He's going to be met hard by Jason Oaks from the other side of the field. That was Ryder Garris, Rick. Ryder Garris on defense there. Yeah. Give it. Ryder Garris on the stop there, so coming in to play some safety. So third down and four for Pottsgrove with 4.57 to play in this one. Boyertown defense needs a big stop here. Let's make a statement. Cisco under center. You know what's curious, Rick? You know, I'm not jumping ahead or anything, but you have Ryan Garris on defense. We haven't seen that all night. We've seen Anthony Penarello on defense. I'm looking out there. I'm not seeing Anthony Penarello. Cisco I on the quick pass, but Keep going. That yeah, never that, hit that, the ground. That never hit the no, ground. No, that was, that, was, that was clearly an interception. So a pass from Cisco to the receiver, bounces off his body, miscatch up in the air. Ryder Garris. Ryder Garris is there to take it and ready to take it to the house, and they're calling incomplete pass. Yeah, there, there's no way that hit the ground. That That's a crap call, Rick. But again, I'm going to go back to Anthony Penarello is not out on defense. I wonder if Coach Miller might be, you know, might be uh, – Making a change here, Rick, putting Garris on defense and giving Paranarello the ball. So we think like we got a timeout here. Pottsgrove's going to call a timeout with 4.53 to play. Got to get their thoughts together on this one with a fourth and six. Tied up 14 14. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills set. Check us Pottsgrove right here at 4.53 left in the game. And Pottsgrove lines up for a field goal. Coach Miller running Coach Miller on the running field. On. He's going to ice like him. a sprinter on that one, Rick. Coach Miller's going to ice him. So calling a timeout. Pottsgrove faced with a fourth and six. They're on the board town 13. They're looking and knocking on the door with a fourth and six and trying to kick a field goal here. Coach Miller ices on them. Yeah, I don't know, Rick. You got you got five minutes left. I mean, Boyertown the last series, Pottsgrove stopped them. Maybe you just let Boyertown get the ball back. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you try to win the game now, but there's still five minutes left. 
Coach Miller is just as aggressive tonight, running down the sideline, probably faster than Ryder Garris. Get that timeout called in, and this is an intense game right now with 4.53 to play in the game, knotted up at 14. It really, I mean, one, again, I mean, we go back this, and I hate to blame the rest, but that, that was really a bad call. Uh, that was... That was a that was a touchdown. That was a pick six. Garris with his speed and size after he picked you that didn't up. catch him. There was nobody, nobody there. home. He was off to the races, taking that one to the house for six. So Potsgrove lining up for the field goal. Fake. That's a fake. Oh, a bobble. They ain't getting that. Portal oh, Portown all over him. He's no going nowhere. Anthony Panarello in on that one. Yeah. They tried. To, either it was either a bad snap or a fake. Either way. No, it, 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 he threw it up. They were going to try some trickery that they saw on TV, and it Poor just didn't work. just takes them down. So now here we are. Poor Town's going to take the ball on their own 13, and they got to drive. They got to drive down the field with 4:48 to play. And Eric, we got a game here. Yeah, that that wasn't a bad snap. He tossed that up in the air. You could clearly see that. I mean, he, he might say it's a bad snap and it was a bobble, but that you could clearly see the you know, the kid caught that and threw that up there. Boyertown lines up now. Garris and the gun, quick hand off to Egby around the end. Two guy, two Falcons there to take him down immediately. No blocking on the right side at all. Shane Cafferty in on the stop for the Falcons there, coming off. Outside linebacker. Yeah, I mean, boy, I mean, again, there. I, I don't know what happened with the blocking on that one. I don't know if there was a miscue and the and the line didn't know what you know what, what was going on, but there was just no blocking. All right, Garrison the gun, two receivers right. Jason Oaks far left. Marinello is far out wide. Jason Oaks in motion to left to right. Quick pass to Jason Oaks, but it's going to be over his head. Garrison incomplete. Again, we see it, Rick. Two plays to the short side of the field. Coach Miller really likes that short side of the field. Well, you got to imagine he's running the rear option, so your strength and your strength and your your backs and everything is going to be on to the right side, the side to the short side. You hope to open up something to the left, run off tackle, get Egby um, free on the outside or Marinello free on the outside here as Garris breaks the huddle. 4.03 to play in this one. We're knotted up at 14 here in Pottsgrove as Boyertown's trying to drive this one down the field, eat the clock, and punch one in. Garrison the gun, quick snap. He's going to pass. Great blocking right there, right? Great, Great pass oh. blocking. He's got nobody to go to, so he's going to keep this one, go up the sideline, come up to about the 26-yard line. Doesn't, doesn't look like enough for a first down on this one, though. Good coverage on that one forces him to take off and run for that one. So third down. So Rick, if you were in Coach Miller's position right now, fourth and about, say fourth and about five, you got 350 left, tie ball game. Do you go for it at this point or do you just punt it away and see if your defense can stop them? Ooh, fourth and five, 354 to play, Potsgrove's lethal. I, I got to punt this one away here. Or do you fake it? After, give it watching to my, after watching the trickery I just saw from the But what about Colton Savage? He can get five yards. He'll drag the whole defense on his back. And they're going to punt that one away. Deep, Beautiful deep, deep punt. punt. Great punt. Taken back at the Potsgrove 35. A couple of good blocks. Pushed out of bounds at the Bordertown 45. There's a couple of in the backs on that one, Rick. Why is that kid kicking up the floor? 
Good stop there from Boyertown, but not until Potsgrove got to the 45-yard line with 3.40 left to play in this one. Tied up at 14 all here at Penny Packer Field. Cisco's in the huddle trying to get something going here for Boyertown. Tate sent it to the far right side. That corner. Senate playing against a 6-1 senior, Tyler Kaufman. Sideline violation, Rick. Finally, they got Potsgrove on a sideline violation. They're getting a little overzealous, and well, the team's the moving close up. on the field. There was a flag on the kick, and they picked up, they picked up the flag. I mean, can't. So back them up five yards into their own territory. Cisco will start them off from their own 48-yard line with 3.40 left to play. Senate going back and deep into coverage. He's got a 12-yard pad on Kaufman. Cisco's back to pass. He's going deep, deep down the edge. Yeah, nice play. Nice, bro. Nice break up there by Kate Senate. Yeah, that was beautiful right there. Kaufman's looking for a call, but no call on that one as Kate Senate got in front of him and played that one well. A little over, a little underthrown by Cisco. I, I like the ref's call on that one. It, could, it, it was touch and go. You could have called that. You could not have called that. He's letting these kids play ball. He doesn't want a flag to win this game. He wants the players to win this game. And a rule, if he's looking up for the ball as he's trying to make a play on it, you got to let him go. I mean, he's got his hand on his back trying to knock that one down. So Kate Senate in there. and Not the greatest pass from Ryan Cisco either. Kate Sennett's going to be in tight coverage here up against Kaufman this time. Down dropping yeah, back 12, yeah, give him a pad. Cisco under center. Quick pitch to the outside. Here, Brunson going to be taken down right at the line of scrimmage by Roman Marinello. He's not going to get anywhere. That was a beautiful tackle by Roman Marinello coming up there from the outside linebacker position. Textbook. Yeah, he did exactly what an outside linebacker should do. DN strung him out, that's the linebacker came out and made the play. Can't, can't do anything better than that. Sliding down the line, filling the hole, coming right up, nice chop, taking him out. I'm wondering if um, Coach Hawthorne is seeing the, uh, you know, the corners playing that 12-yard cushion and trying to, you know, get Bronson out there, get him an extra 12 maybe. But you got to remember when you got guys like Roman Marinello playing linebacker, Anthony Paranello playing linebacker, or Roman Marinello playing for strong safety, they're going to come up and make those plays and fill those gaps every time. Coach Hawthorne does not look happy. He had to waste the time out of that. So not happy as he had a face with a third and ten. We're going to stay right here for this one. As Coach Hawthorne's not happy, he's going to take a timeout, give Coach Miller a little bit chance to think about this one as well as Pottsgrove is pushed back into their own territory. Yeah, by doing that too, if he would have let the clock run down a little bit, it would have had a two-minute warning. That would have been less time for Boyertown. Now that he has to call that, that's 45 seconds, fourth down. That gives kind of Boyertown an extra time out there. I mean, Coach Coach Miller did ice that kicker and, you know, wasted time out. So I think he's down to two so far this quarter. He's well, got two left. Look at what he did. I mean, he calls a timeout and it obviously throws throws everything off balance. Yeah, no, I get it. But yeah. You did, I mean, Potsgrove kind of gave Coach Miller a free timeout on this one. So Potsgrove, if you're Boyertown, you got to think we got him on the heels. And they're looking a little bit frustrated. Now's the time to really kind of get in there and stop him. Kate Sennett on the short side of the field in coverage. Roman Marinello is back at the 40 in coverage here. Pottsgrove, third and 10 from their own 48 with 2.45 to play. Cisco in the gun, looking to pass this one. 
long and over his head down the sideline. I'm going to say, though, the offensive line for Pottsgrove in there gave him all the time in the world. He could have sat down, had a picnic, got up, threw the ball. <laughs> like, really, the offensive line did Read the paper, had a cup of coffee, yeah. and threw the ball. He, yeah. So I mean, he could have played bananagrams. Pass incomplete to Vinny Scanato down the sideline. Jason Oaks in on the coverage there. Roman Marinello over the top to help out. Fourth and 10 for Pottsgrove with 2.39 to play. Still tied up at 14. Do you do another trick play here, Rick? What Looks like think? they're lining up for a punt. All sides. Trying to get the offsides back. call. Number 23. Going to be offsides against Pottsgrove, so trick, moving back five. Pottsgrove jumped offsides, got a little overzealous. Might, be, might have been a trick play there, Rick. So fourth and 15 here for Pottsgrove. Going to push them back to their own 43-yard line with 2.39 to play. I think Town rushes this and tries to block it. They have the capabilities of it, Rick. Let's see what happens here as Roman Marinell is looking like there he's coming go. up hard. Oh, almost. Almost gets in there. Pottsgrove will down it at the Boretown 30-yard line. So with 2.30 left to play, Boretown will start on their own 30-yard line. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. 2.15 left to play in this one. Still tied at 14. Clock is ticking. We're down to 2.04. Boyertown driving. Ryder Garris took that first down play and gained a few yards on that, Rick. So up to about the 34-yard line of their own 34. Garris in the gun. Got a blitz coming. Garris has time. Gonna pass down the sideline. That's a catch. Nope, oh, Raymond Marinell on the reception. So they're going to call out a catch and keep the chains moving. That was a good offensive block right there. Quarterback stayed in the pocket. He didn't get his happy feet like he did the last time. And that was a good play by the offense right there. 150 left to play. Great pass for Garris to the sideline. Raymond Marinell gets out of bounds, stops the clock. Don't use the timeouts. We're up to the Boyertown's own 45-yard line. You know, Boyertown does have a kicker with a leg, man. They do. They Zach really Roski do. can get this one away. Dive up the middle, looks like to Leo Egby. No, that was the quarterback he, he keeping Garris it again, kept Rick. it again. So some tricking going on there. Looks like he's gonna get about nine yards on that one, but that's enough to get close to moving the chains and keep driving this one, but they're down to 120 left. So. Ryder Garris back to pass, and out of the gun. And he throws an interception. Yep, they're going to call that an interception. It looks like he was down on the ground, but they're going to call it an interception. So Potsgrove will take over with a minute eight left to play in this one. Fortown driving down the field, and that one mistake just not going to do it. We said it. We said it. It's going to come down to who can be more disciplined. One, one mistake. I mean, 
hey, interceptions happen, things happen. Garris looks like he was thrown into a spot where a receiver was supposed to be. Yeah. Where a you know, receiver slips up and, you know, one little one little mishap. Yeah, one little mishap and things, you know, hey, if Boyertown can do what they did last time, that we get the ball back. Like, it's not, it's, game's not over yet. 108 to play in this one. Potsgrove taking over on their own 40-yard line. First and 10, Cisco in the gun, in the under center. Kate Senate playing up tight. Cisco back to pass. Gonna launch one way down the field. Marinello's almost there to pick it off. Kaufman cannot beat Carnado. My, my mistake. Down there for the pass and, and cannot bring that one in. So give us a minute here to get to the gridiron player of the game and Ryder Garris is going to be our pick this week for the gridiron player of the game coming in off of not playing as much last week starting at quarterback tonight really aggressive scoring a touchdown playing jumping in there on defense having some really nice plays you got to give it to the sophomore who's really stepped it up today miscues here and there but as a sophomore coming into this game and really really turned it up a notch for Boyertown tonight, and maybe what we have to look forward to yeah, for a few I, weeks. I agree, Rick. I mean, you think about it too. He also almost had a pick six if that got called back. So Cisco handoff to Brunson. He gets loose for about nine. That's going to bring up. So the clock's going to keep running. 48 seconds down to 47. So the gridiron player of the game, Ryder Garris. Gridiron player of the game is brought to you by Gridiron Services. Full service property maintenance, building and remodeling. Call Justin Connick at 484-614-0670. Gridiron Services, make the call. We do it all. Forward progress might have got him first down on that one, Rick. It's going to be really close. That might be a measurable room with 27 seconds left. Just looking at the sideline judge here, I think they're going to give it to him. So they're going to give Potsdam the first down on that one. I mean, they gave Boyertown the close one. They probably got to give Potsgrove the close one. So this first first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph's, primary care, urgent care, emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere, and on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. So with 27 seconds left to play here at Penny Packer Field, we are tied at 14. Potsgrove is right on midfield here. So let's see what they decide to do. Coach Hawthorne's got to have something up his sleeve here or is he going to let it run out? I don't know what you do, Rick. I mean, they, they right now they kind of have the momentum. And the momentum scale, they got a little bit of momentum. Um, it's going both ways. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at this point, Boyertown's, Boyertown's breaking on prevent. So you're going to have two things that's going to happen here. Very, they're, they're either going to run the ball and it's going to be chasing a guy around the field with a ball with laterals and all that crazy Cisco stuff. Cisco comes out under center. He's going to throw Boyertown's in the prevent deep and Cisco just drills it into the ground at the 52. Had a man in his face and he was going Number nowhere. Number 62 for Boyertown, Cole, Cole Marinello. Cole Marinello also the center. Coming in there on a nice play on the defensive line side to get in Ryan Cisco's face. I'm telling face. you what, man, these kids are probably going to be exhausted tomorrow. <laughs> Playing both ways the way they are. I don't remember as many players when we played playing both ways. No, as you have two or three. Season. And I see it on both sides, on Potsgrove's side as well. Yeah, I mean, you have two or three, but these guys, I mean, you're, you're having four or five, six guys play both ways on both teams. Looks like we got a timeout for Boyertown here. Timeout for 
with 22 seconds left to play. We'll keep it right here as we finish this one out. 22 seconds, second and 10. Well, looking at the schedule moving forward, you knew coming into this game, I knew getting up this morning, this was gonna be a tight game against Potsgrove over here and you know, Penny Packer Field. And, you know, Watertown not being able to show what the real weapons are against X or against Y missing, testing some theories out, checking things out. Coach Miller said he wanted to see what he had in the tank, keeping a lot of things, came out very aggressive in this game. But I think it's a look at with this Watertown team, what you're going to see for the middle of the future yeah, here. I like what I see here, Rick. I, I really do. Over the last few weeks, you very, you know, even with yesterday or uh, last week, the Y missing coach, very decorated coach, been at that Y missing school, and he said that Boyertown, you know, really made them Played work. Tough, yeah. So Cisco in the gun, 22.6 left. Boyertown. Cisco's going to step up. He's got nowhere to throw. He's going to try and run this one. He's at the 40. And out of bounds, he has enough for a first down. Out of bounds with 13 seconds left to play in this one. Looks like they're trying to get in close enough for field goal range, Rick. I don't know. I don't know who their kicker is. Do you think they're? I, I, I don't. I missed their kicker during pregame. I Gavin, didn't get to see what he could do. Gavin Chamberlain drives him out of bounds on that one. You've been hearing that name a lot too. I'll tell you what. Every week it seems like you hear different names of Boyertown. They have a very deep young team. I, they're going to be good. They're going to be really, really, a really good, strong team moving forward. Extremely encouraging to see this, these, these young guys step up with a young team here. Sophomores stepping into their own here defensively. Cisco under center, 13.2 left to play. Quick snap, pass. Incomplete, almost intercepted. Yeah, that was on the sideline. That was, that was close, right? So a quick pass to Tyler Coffin on the sideline and not a complete, as that'll bring up a third down for Potsgrove with nine seconds left to play in this one. I'll tell you what, Rick, these kids, you can tell that they've had good coaching coming all the way up through. You know, pat you on the back, Rick. <laughs> gotta th gotta th you know, throw the plug out there for the, opti you know, the youth organization. The youth organization in our town has always been phenomenal. I mean, I went through it. I coached in it, you coached in it, you know, they're doing a phenomenal job. You can really see it now with all these young kids. Cisco under center. We have a flag on the field. I'm thinking false start. Yep, that's moving Potsgrove back. That's they don't need that. That is, that is for Boyertown. That is to help them right there. Nine seconds left to play in this one. Potsgrove has a five yards, back five yards. Still tied up 14 here. I knew when I woke up this morning I was going to be the edge of my seat today, but I did, I did not suspect this at all. Pottsgrove on Boretown 40. Well, Rick, you drive a backhoe. You're on your edge of your seat every day, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> so Pottsgrove on the Boretown 40 with 9.4 seconds in this game. Boretown in a prevent. Second and 15. Cisco under center. Brunson in the backfield. Long count. Cisco back to pass. Looking down the side. Ooh, He's going to get big by Luke Ordway. Oh, that was a nice job by Luke, Luke Ordway. Luke Ordway on, on a big there is a flag hit. on the play, Rick. There is a flag. It's in the secondary. I'm wondering if maybe a defensive linebacker held up or, you know, held somebody. But that was a beautiful play by that defensive So as end. time expires here, 
Personal foul against Postrens. And Luke Orway comes in. Oh, that was beautiful. Giant stop there on a safety blitz. It looks like we're going extra innings, Rick. We're heading to overtime here, Eric. I'll tell you what, Boyertown needs to get their, you know, their student section into this and get this crowd fired up. You can hear the students over there, Rick. Luke Ordway, they I, see it. I'm telling you, Boyertown travels very well, even last week against missing against a team that we knew going in back-to-back -back district champions. Going to be a tough game. Still traveled well. I sat in the, the visitor side last week with the fans, which was exciting, and you know you could feel the energy as Boyertown just. You know, I'll tell you what, Boyertown in a whole is a fantastic community. They always travel well. I mean, you look when we played, Rick. I mean, we we played some far games. We went Delaware. down to Delaware. You know, these teams. I mean, they're playing Norristown. They're playing Methacton. They're playing Why Missing. They're playing Pottsgrove, Pottstown, O.J. They're all within 45 minutes. I mean, we made some trips two hours, hour and a half. You know, we were leaving school at 12, 1 o'clock, and we still traveled well. So the officials getting ready for overtime play here as Cisco is having a conversation with Coach Hawthorne. I'm 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 sorry, but I don't know high school overtime anymore, Rick. It was a little different. We got the ball on the 20. If we scored, the game was over. We gave the other team. If they scored, it was over. It was a little different when we played 20 years ago. Typically a coin toss, and the winning team chooses offense or defense, and you get a three-minute period. Unless they're saying that because there was a flag on that last play, they're going to give Potsgrove one more play. I don't know how that works because it was a well, personal. Well, they put three seconds back on the clock. Oh, there. personal foul. So they put some time back on the clock. They're going to give Potsgrove one more play. So they put three seconds back on the clock because what they were doing out there didn't make much sense to me. It didn't look like they were getting ready for overtime. It looked like they were having a detailed conversation. And go to teach Coach Miller to ask him if he accepts. He does accept the personal foul penalty against Potsgrove. So that's a 15-yard loss for Potsgrove. And, I mean, at this point, Rick, you have a second, and you're you're winging the ball to the end zone. Boyertown's in a prevent. Philadelphia here. Cisco drops back, and he's going to launch a hail mary all the way down the field, and nobody home. Roman Marinello actually the only one there to try to grab that one. So that will. Now run we out have to clock. figure out overtime. <laughs> now that will run out the clock. So that'll be the end of regulation here at Pottsgrove. Still tied up at 14. We're going to head to overtime. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back here. Hang in there with us, folks. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Back here at Pennypacker Field in Pottsgrove. 
14 all. We are going to head I have no idea. into overtime. I have no idea what you're... When I played, it was the 20. I don't know how much time. Yeah, it's only, the ball lines up on the 20. Offense gets the ball. If they, if they score, game's over. If they don't score, the other team, if they score... Unless they score a touchdown. I so think. overtime rules here. Oh, both teams get it? Okay. There's no game clock in overtime. Okay. Team of offense will start at the 10-yard line with a first and goal to go. No sticks, no clocks. You got four down. Let's get it done. They'll probably do a coin toss to see who gets the ball first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Town. This is going to show a lot of heart in both of these young teams. I, I, you have to say, in a high school career, I mean, how many overtime games are you in, Rick? I can't, I can't not, remember I played, any. I played in none. I, didn't, I, I never coached any. I didn't play. Yeah, I, I mean, this is something new. So, this is almost like a couple years ago when the Eagles tied. You know, they, nobody knew what to do. I don't know how late you stayed up last night, but watching the Giants with Redskins game, it came down to the last two seconds. And it, like I said to my wife as I'm watching it, it's just it's gonna come down to whoever makes the last mistake, whoever has the ball last. And it did, it came right down to it. And this is gonna come right down to the wire here too. Yeah, I do know that, I think the Giants may have lost the lineman with a really nasty leg break too. Yeah, that was an ugly game, late game. I don't... No, it's the first team, first team scores a touchdown, game's over. That's what I thought. Oh, it is? Seems to be some confusion here, as I don't think that many people know what the high school rules are for overtime. As if you do look at the record of Boyertown and Potsboro, they do have a tie dating back a few decades in the Chessmont. So, yeah. hoping that doesn't happen here again. Let's see. This is going to be one. Yeah. Now, how does how would that affect how would that affect rankings, Rick? When the Pac-10 with a tie, I mean, I guess we don't know, right? I don't know. Quite certain that this is a story that will be carried by a lot of media outlets tomorrow. Boyertown defers. I bet you if they. He just said both teams deferred, Rick. I'm a little confused. I'm very confused because he just said both teams deferred. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So in the booth here with Potsford <laughs> trying to figure, figure this one out. Like, I... I think at this point... Hotsgrove is going to take offense here first as Ryan Sisko is on the field with his huddle. Yeah, so it looks like we're going to start on the 10. Bears are going to get the ball. So they the Bears will take the ball first. Yeah, that's what it looks like. If Bears punch it in, Potsgrove gets a chance. 
Portown starts first here. In See, it's hard to tell, Rick, because there's so many two-way players. You can't tell which is offense and which is defense on either team. Cisco was on the field. He's not on the field anymore, but he was on the field there. Maybe just to give him a pep talk real quick. Ryder Garris will bring him on the field, starting from their own 10-yard line. We got something exciting happening here tonight at Pottstown at Pottsgrove. Rick Pennypacker field. No time on the clock. Tied at 14, overtime. You get four downs, four downs to make or break. Right here it is. On the 10 yard line. So on the Pottsgrove 10 yard line, Ryder Garris under center. He's gonna keep it. No game on the play. Running out of the option, but keeps that one and goes nowhere. Max Nice again with a big stop. Number 33 for Pottsgrove. Second down here, second and goal in overtime for Boyertown. Pottsgrove band getting into it, trying to stop us up. So four downs each, starting from the opposite 10-yard line, trying to punch one in. You got 10 yards to get in, four plays to get in. If it doesn't happen, Boyertown going in a spread set here. Garrison the gun, Egby to the left. Jason Oaks in motion, left, right. Throwing it Throwing up to his to big man. Caught! Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown, man! That's a nice catch. Luke Ordway? Yes, number 28. Luke Ordway on the catch. Great ball by Ryder Garris. Height. I was saying Luke it all Ordway night, Rick. That's that, that height. Using that height. Yes. You called that one, Eric. You talked and about I will the say, height. too. That was a bobble. He called it off the bobble because that was really good defense. The defensive guy originally, you know, hit it out of his hand. And as he was falling back, he was good enough to keep his feet inbounds and catch it off the bottle. Bobble, that was beautiful. Luke Ordway, your name is in lights tonight. So the Bears come up 20 to 14. Zach Foskey is out here to kick the extra point. What's going on here? It looks like there's some confusion. Players not sure what's going on. Overtime. Lyman short. Lyman short. We're good. Manarello to hold Foskey yes. through the uprights, and he gets the full seven. So right, 21 Rick. to 14, Boyertown has just taken the lead, and Pottsgrove's going to get their shot. To Defense, see man. Do. Defense right now. I mean, they've, they've kind of held Bronson in check most of the night. I think it, Coach Hawthorne, he's either going to try to run his horse up the middle and try to break something, or... or at this point, I don't even know. Kind of hard to figure out what you got here and what they could do. I, I it, it's, it's, it's overtime. You don't get here often. You nope. Have, and you got to think about it. We, have, we talked about it for a few weeks. You have not thrown a Luke Orway. You have not really thrown a Brandon Shane. We talked about how they're, they're opening. They have a size advantage on the corners. You don't see anything. And here in overtime, Ryder Garris is going to drop back in the gun and throw a deep ball across his arm. Yeah, yeah. right here it is, Rick. The so, defense. Let's see if the defense can wrap and tackle here. and contain. First and goal, Pottsgrove. Cisco is going to keep this one, run around the end. Stop. Yeah, yeah. stop. At the three-yard oh. line. Ooh, Bubble. He, oh, he's saying he's he was down, down by contact, but the ball came out. So it'll be second and goal. Pottsgrove will take it on the three. That was the same play Boyertown ran, Rick. Same play Boyertown Sister ran. Sister comes around the end with a few good blocks. 
Jason Oaks able to shed some of the, some of the blocking. Marinello in there trying to shed some of the blocks, and now we got a matchup on the far side of the field with Kate Sennett. Brunson in the backfield. Offsides, Offsides on offense. On That's moving him back. That is not good. So a very undisciplined Potsgrove in the second half of this game right now. Overzealous, excited. You know, they got the ball down there, Rick. It's overtime. It's Friday night. Young kids, they're bound to make mistakes. Coach Hawthorne can't be upset with that. I mean, he can be, but I mean, the kids are excited. It's overtime. I'd be it, excited yeah. about everything right yeah. now. So Kate Sennett out there playing against Tyler Kaufman, top receiver at 6'1", 170 for Pottsgrove. Looks like they're going to... So Cisco under center, Brunson in the eye. Second and eight to the corner, same play, quick pass. They're calling it complete. Yeah, incomplete pass. Incomplete. Good job, pass defense. is incomplete. Kate Sennett on the yeah. coverage there. <clears throat> Huge size disadvantage. That, that was very nice coverage by Kate Sennett on that one. Hotsgrove fans here thought that he had it caught in the end zone. Not true. Not yeah, going to happen. They're, they're still over here reeling, Rick. Not on Kate Sennett's side of the field as he blanks him out in the end zone. So third and eight. They got two more chances to punch this one in, or the Bears are going yeah, back and forth. They, they can't kick. They have to score a touchdown. Now they're double wide now, Rick. I haven't seen this formation from so them tonight. So twins left out of the eye. Cisco under center. Third and eight here. Third and goal. Cisco dropping back to pass. Quick pass on the side. Catches touchdown. it for the touchdown. So Potsgrove answers to Tyler Kaufman for the touchdown. And we'll see about an extra point here. 21 Bears, 20 yeah, Falcons. Rick, Rick, here's something that Boyertown didn't think about. I think at this point, Potsgrove can go for two. Boyertown just kicked it. They got one. I think Potsgrove can line up for two, but they're going they're going for kickoff. They're going for the, the one point. So Landon Shibok in here to kick this one as Cisco set the hold. And Coach Miller ices him again. <laughs> Bring it over, boys. Let's talk about it. We did this once. Landon Shibok to kick it. Cisco in there to hold. Coach Miller's going to use a timeout. What a game we got here in Potsgrove yes. tonight. Coach Miller sending them back out real quick. I just think he had a quick pep talk there, and Coach Hawthorne sending his boys back out. Quick water break. So Landon Shivik looking for the extra point here to tie this one up. Well, that's what they're lined up to do anyway. Boyertown's in a rush formation. Looks like they're going to try and block this one. This will be huge right here. He kicks it straight through the uprights. So 21-21. And the Boyertown offense is going to have to come back on the field to try again. Yeah, I mean, we said in the beginning, Rick, these teams are very similar in age, size, and, you know, what they're doing. And we see it on the scoreboard. 21-21. Boyertown goes out and throws some passes. Potsgrove, you know, counters your acts with fairly similar plays. And 
We're still tied up, 21-21. We need to find the ruling on how long this can go on because these two teams could play this game all night long. Yeah. I mean, we should just, like, say, hey, let's start the game over again tomorrow morning and we'll just play a new game. What do you say, 10 o'clock? Sleep in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, Rick. When we played first scrimmage of the year every year, we trucked over here to Pottsgrove on a Saturday, and we scrimmaged Pottsgrove on a Saturday in the stadium, or they came to us. So across town, Pope John Paul and Burks Catholic are also tied at 34 right now. Seems to be a tie play going around tonight. Wardtown's uh. going to come back out on offense here. First and goal. I'm glad I don't have heart problems, Rick. I'm glad sugar's the only thing I have a problem with because <laughs> I would have a heart attack. Here we go. Ryder Garris under center. Tight formation. Jason Oaks in the slot. Manarello to the outside. Kicking it up the field to the corner of the end zone. Little short. Little short. He's out about the two. Down at about the two-yard line. So Manarello, Marinello to the outside. Not Look enough. at the lights over there. Student section getting into it. Getting their phones going up. It looks like an 80s retro concert. You're killing me tonight. Hey, that? hey, they got their, you know, their fluorescent orange and green the TV shirts. TV trickery, yeah. backyard concerts. Bananagrams. <laughs> I missed you last week. I guess yeah. why I'm missing. Where were you? That's right. I was in the hospital, Rick. Come on. Yeah, Ryder Garris is going to keep this one, but he's going to be met right at this. Ooh. Ooh. Driven. He was picked up and dropped. Welcome to Pottsgrove, Ryder Garris. Yes, sir. Big stop on that one. So third and goal for Boyertown here. Gotta get this one punched in. Honestly, Rick, right now, give it give it to Egby. Egby has been kind of stagnant all night. This is the first game we really haven't seen him get a lot of catches. I'm sure he's hungry. Give him the ball right at the middle. Third, give it to him. Third and two. I don't I don't think I'm throwing on this one. No, but you're giving it to Egby. He's right behind the quarterback. The you're handing it off. No quarterback. Garris taking gonna keep it. Touchdown. That's his second of the night. Garris takes it in for another one in overtime here. As the There's Bears a reason. There was a reason, the he's a reason he's the player of the game, Rick. So Garris putting it on his back, taking it in again for his second touchdown of the now, night. Thought he was going to hand it off to Eggby. Now here's middle. another thing. Could Boyertown have gone for two to try to ice it? Or do they have to kick? Do we know? If I'm Coach Miller, I'm kicking in. Oh, you're, you're you going to kick it. I'm have, just curious. Yeah, you have, you have Zach Foskey, a great foot to put this one through. Marinello to hold it up and straight through the upright. Yeah. Zach Foskey's good for yet another field goal tonight. His fourth extra point of the night. I'll tell you what, he's got a Matt Beal leg on that kid. <laughs> Fotsgrove's gonna get another crack at it. Cisco's gonna bring him back on the field. and We're gonna stay right here as we're gonna see this one through all the way to the end. Cisco will bring them out. Rick, we're kind of in this box with a lot of Pottsgrove people, and they're all standing up right now. They should be. Yeah. Boyertown's here to play tonight. Yeah, exactly. And I have a feeling that Boyertown D's going to stop them right here. They're going to be real upset when we're walking out of here smiling. Cisco's first and ten. Pottsgrove, one split left. Quick pitch to Brunson up the right side. And he's diving for the pylon. In for the touchdown, Amir Brunson. And we're all tied up again, Rick. Almost. After a kickoff. After a kick. 
do you go for two, Rick? Does Coach Hawthorne say, you know what? Let's stop this. It's our house. Let's do some trickery and go for two. Do you go for two here or do you keep it up? I, I'm a I'm a gunslinger, Rick. I go for two here. I I, I go for two. I'm Coach Miller's doing it again. He's calling timeout again. Yeah. That's like his play. Yeah. I, he, he's pulling that one out of his pocket. Yeah, I, I go for two on here if I'm Potsgrove. You, you gotta. You gotta end the game. It's your stadium. You go for two. But again, I'm also that guy that I'll call a timeout with 10 seconds left in the game to do something. This is this right. If I'm Coach Miller right now, you're thinking, you're talking to your boys, you're talking to your Marinellos, you're talking to your Panarellos, you're talking to Ryder Garrison. He's in there. You're talking to your, your speed guys that are in there. You got to fight through the gap, bust in there, and block this. How many how many times do we do I this? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Because this could go on all night long. And eventually I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. It's past my bedtime. I haven't even checked the Philly score yet today. Yeah, I mean I gotta take my meds and go to bed. I'm old. <laughs> Not as old as you though, Rick. Uh, I knew yo, I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. So here we go. Cisco's Not gonna as bring old it back as my out. Wife and Barb either. They're pretty old too. Cisco to hold it. Landon Shivok to kick it. Let's Can see Blurytown about this. Blurytown has blocked kicks in the past. Where's right? Billy Bob? You need Billy yeah. Bob right now. Up and good. it's good. So 28 all at Penny Packer Field. And Potsgrove is trying to say that they roughed the kicker, but there was no flag on the play. Blurytown has to be careful with that, though, too. With rushing, you don't want to get a stupid penalty. Well, it's... it's over. I mean, it was good. I mean, it was it's good. There was a, what's it matter? You know, it's over. You scored. 28 all here in Potsgrove tonight. We are heading to our third round of overtime. See, I thought I thought what should have happened was Blurryton had the ball first. After both teams scored, they should have gave Potsgrove the chance, you know, like alternate who goes, I guess, first or second. But. So first and goal, Garris under center. Egby up back. Marinello around the outside, taking it to the corner. Punch it in, kid. In for the touchdown. Okay. It so, looks like this is going to be a thing. Roman Marinello. Give it to Bronson and have Bronson do the same thing. I that's, feel like we have that, a... <laughs> Oh, that's a kick in there. So a holding oh, penalty is going to bring that one back. Marinello took that to the corner. Oh, let him play. Let him play. They're tired. But again, we're playing 12 men, Rick. Actually, 1, 2, 3, 4, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 if you count the rest. It's 11 on 16, Rick. You think the one ref with the white hat, because he matches our helmets, you think he'd be on our side. Oh, Potsgrove calls a timeout, it looks like. No filter, huh, Eric? No, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Boretown going to get well, pushed back. Well, I haven't cussed yet, Rick. That's that's a plus for me. I know my wife and Barb and Lindsey Rigner, they all had a poll going on to see see how many times I would drop swear words, but I've been trying to do my best. 28-28. Third round of overtime here. I wonder if Jerry's at home in bed. How'd Exeter do tonight? Do we know? I haven't pulled it up, but I know it's on Twitter. And who did they play again? I forget. I'm old again, my memory. York, I think. 
Facton over Pottstown tonight. Yeah, it's four plays. Four plays, Ricky got first and 20. First and 20 on the 20. First and goal from the 20. Garris. Cole, you savage in there, Rick. The Coltrane coming in as fullback. Garris. Ooh, quick spin move by Egby. <laughs> And they're saying calling a fumble here. Not sure. No, there wasn't a fumble there. Number 23, Trey Cook on the tackle. So Egby on a quick pitch to the left side. Comes up, slips one Cole, tackle. Cole with a nice block there on the first guy. Well, Egby made the first guy miss. Cole, good block on the second guy. But again, Potsgrove's doing what Boyertown did. They're, they're, they're flowing to the ball. So this penalty that came out really is what's going to hurt Boyers out here, backing them up to their own 20-yard line to the 20. What is the ref doing? Pottsgrove, so Pottsgrove was all disheveled and all of a sudden the ref... timeout. Yeah, there, there should be no timeout on that. Boyertown was up ready to snap the ball and all of a sudden Pottsgrove's running around like chickens with their heads cut off and the ref's blowing a flat, you know, whistle. Come on, man. <laughs> This Monday Night Football, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Actually, right here, Rick, you got your big receiver out here. I think you Chris Carter this or Randy Moss it. You Moss him. You Moss him Brandon in the corner Shane of the end zone over here, man. to the right, Garrison the gun. Jason Oaks in motion. He's looking for Ordway in the corner of the end zone. Broken up. Pass interference, throw the flag on that one. Come on, ref. Come on, man. So Max Neeson breaking that one up in the end zone. Third and 20. Luke Ordway couldn't get a hold of that one as Max Neeson breaks it up in the corner of the end zone. This is a nail biter, Rick. I don't see anybody leaving this stadium right now. 28-28, third round of overtime. Boyertown has the ball. They got two more plays, Rick. They got two more plays, the but 20. they can kick a field goal and try to have their defense stop. Looks like a blitz coming. Blitz coming up the middle. Garris got to throw it deep. In the caught, caught, caught. Touchdown. Marinello. Touchdown. Come on, refs, get they in there. Called, they already called a touchdown. Yeah, but they got to get in there. You don't Looks want any like of these kids. for the ball in there. Leo Egby on the reception. No. Number 24 caught it. Brandon Shane. Brandon Shane. Brandon Shane on a 20-yard catch over the middle. Jumped up, used his size yet again. Grabbed that one. So you got your two big guys we talked about earlier tonight that weren't getting many catches, weren't getting many targets. And look at them overtime showing up. Yep. I'll tell you what, man. A lot of times when you hit this, you know, you hit this overtime, you look for your veterans to stand up. But I'll tell you what, Boyertown and Pottsgrove, their young kids are stepping up. I mean, that's what they have on the team. There's very few... Boyertown again with a miscue and having to run a guy on late. I'm sure Coach Miller is not happy with that. Got Kicks it in. Up. Zach in for another one. So Zach Foskey for his fifth extra point tonight. Yeah, his, his leg's probably 
His legs probably feeling real played good. Played a full soccer game today, yeah. and now he's up here kicking five extra points. He hasn't missed one. Hasn't even looked like he was going to miss no. one. No, and he's got leg. So 35-28, Boyertown as Pottsgrove gets its shot. If Boyertown shuts him down here, folks, Boyertown's heading back up Route 100 with a victory. Route 100, 73, Farmington Avenue. There's a lot of different ways you can go, Rick. But down here on Charlotte, Charlotte Street, Street right now, <laughs> Cisco is in the gun. Brunson up the left off tackle. Might get four on that one. Need a defensive stand, need something big, need an interception, a fumble. Big man, Alex Eulis out there on the stop. I'll tell you what, man, he's been all over the field all night. He's a big man, but I'll tell you what, he's stick he's sticking in there. He's doing a fantastic job in the middle nine, of that one defense. Three, but can't stop him. He's a I, freshman. I'm I'm sorry, Rick. He is not one eighty three. That is a that is a big boy. Alright, so Cisco in the gun. Second and eight. Second and goal. Cisco looks like he's going to keep it. Maybe he's going to throw to the corner. He's got his man. Benny Scarnato catches that one down at the two-yard line for Pottsgrove. So third and two to go here. Exeter lost tonight. To who? I need to pull that up. I just got a message that Exeter lost 17-14 tonight. And that knocks them down to two and two. Wow, whoever actually lost Cisco under center from the two-yard line. Going to punch this one in for Pottsgrove. And we're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth here. Do you go for two now, Rick? Somebody order a pizza, Eric. It's going to be a late night. I can't have pizza, Rick, my sugar. <laughs> what if it's well, gluten-free? Gluten-free pizza. Yeah. Well, no, I can't have that right now. Well, I can have the meat and cheese. Can we order salads? Yeah. Let's get a Chef's salad. Sal yeah, salad Chef's to go. Sal Come yeah. on. We're going to be here a long time tonight. I can have a cheesesteak on a salad. No roll. 34-35. Bears up by one. Waiting on the extra point. Cisco to hold. And straight through the uprights. 35-35. And we're all tied up again. Boyertown's offense coming out. Lining up on the 10-yard line. Well, it's Groundhog Day here in Pottstown and Potts Creek. It's, it's Groundhog Day today here, Tom. I'm not allowed to say any commentary. Oh, you're not? No. I don't think I've said any commentary on my Oh, yeah, Rick, I forgot to tell you over here while you were talking, the refs actually warned the PA announcer that he can't do commentary or make jokes or they're going to give him a personal foul. Tom Bailey. What is this now? Boyertown's going back to the 20. Oh, defense. Ooh. So we got a false start on the defense. So first and goal from the five for Boyertown. I never liked that Groundhog movie, Rick. 35-35 here. Tied up in Pottsgrove. Fourth round in overtime. Garris under center. Oaks, Shane split left. Marinell in the backfield, they can be the up back. 
quick handoff to Agby up the middle. That's a touchdown. And he's in for the score. Leo Agby. Rick, you got five yards. You threw it on Agby. He ain't getting stopped. Leo and Agby. we're going back to an extra that point. So is it six kicks now for Foskey? Is it six? Six. So Groundhog Day, Zach Foskey in as Marinello is set to hold this one. Waiting for the snap, Marinello to hold, Zach Foskey for the sixth one, straight through the uprights, number six, Zach Foskey. Number three, Zach Foskey is 100% tonight here in Pottsgrove. Dude, he's got leg, Rick. He really does. I mean, he's kicking it to the track. We had one week where we didn't have him in an Exeter game, and a little bit of a difference that you saw. Ryder yeah. Garris came in and kicked a little bit. Coley Savage was punting that night. Both kickers were out. Eisenhower couldn't be here. So Falcons going to try again. First and goal from the 10. And Boardtown needs again. to come to the big stop here. Yeah, defense. We need to stop here, D. Cisco in the gun. One man on the right. Big Tyler Kaufman on the right against Jason Oaks. Wrapped fumble, up in the back. Fumble, 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 Anthony Panarello picking up the fumble there, and that is it, fans. Boyertown has taken over Pottsgrove here at Penny Packer Field. And what a game we just witnessed. We hope you were able to stay with it with it with us for the whole time. On the edge of our seats the whole time. 42 for Boyertown, 35 for the Falcons in a ridiculous overtime win. We're gonna come back here for some quick post-game comments, wrap this one up here in Pottsgrove. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Up to US Kids presents, what to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. Goat, G-O-A-T, acronym stands for greatest of all time as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner they're my fave dad you're the goat you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same visit adoptuskids.org brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt u.s kids and the ad council back here at penny packer field for town just overcame a huge, huge game here uh, at Pottsgrove or Penny Packer Field here tonight. And Congrats, guys. Good win, on the Thank edge you, of our sir. seats Thank the you, whole sir. time. So, Fortown 42, Falcons 35. Fortown heading home next week to take on Owen Jay. Can't wait to hear how Jay did tonight, but if they play like this against Owen Jay next week, Eric, we got a game. Yeah, we got a game, Rick. I'll, I'll say these kids stepped up. I mean, 42 to 35, barn burner, back and forth, back and forth, and they came through at the end. Stop, stop Brunson, like we said they've been doing all night. Caused a fumble. Panarella picked it up. Game over. I, it's it's well, we amazing. It, and we said, you know, it's going to come down to 
who's going to make the last mistake, who's going to have the ball last. And we went back and forth, and like a, a shootout in hockey, you know, this is what you come up with right here. And Boretown just able to overcome the, the back and forth and pick up the ball and the, 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 the crowd going crazy on the visitor side tonight as Panarello ran that one back after Absolutely. that fumble. Absolutely. So, Fantastic. Thank you for joining us here this week at Pottsgrove for one heck of a game. We hope that you join us next week as the Bears will be home against Owen J. Roberts. Owen J. was 2-1 and one coming into this week. So 42-35 to 35 as Coach Hawthorne's Falcons fall this week. On to next week. Next week at home against ONJ. We hope you listen in. For my partner, Eric Butcher, I'm Rick Hunter. Thanks for listening to the Bears Sports Network. Thank you for joining us for Boyertown Bears football on the Bears Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Join us next week when the Bears return home to take on the ONJ Roberts Wildcats. You can listen to the game at jgmedia.us. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.